Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 221. We're missing Max. He's out doing some stuff, and then we're missing Click. She's out doing some stuff as well. But got a bunch of other people here to talk about some games and conspiracies and apparently Nintendo's new partnerships. So it should be it should be pretty fun. We do have a sponsor tonight that is Honey. We'll talk about them a little later on in the podcast when Sean tells us about what he uh, I guess what he bought online. And also, we don't we don't actually have Sean here yet, apparently. RGT. Yeah, I got a th- I, I'm on a I'm on a uh, um, uh, basically it's like a podcast thing. There's only like one other verified guy on here, but you know I like to help out the little people. All right, man, I'll talk to you later. Hey, sorry, I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Borrow that good. RGT85 is here. Good to be here. Good to be here. You know, I'm just just doing my job, showing up. Sean got verified job. recently on Twitter. You got the check oh, mark. Yeah. It was a little something, you know. A little something. I heard there's a verified tab. Nah, there's like know. a tab that has like verified on it. I, I saw. Really I think I saw Jeff Grubb talking about that. Uh, so you got the check mark and you didn't even look into it. You're like, ah, nah, it's nah, got the check. Okay, okay, okay. All right, good. Good to have Sean here, though. Glad he could take time out from his busy verified schedule. I do what I can. I do what I can. <laughs> then we have OJ. OJ, what's going on? What's up? How's everybody here? Good to have OJ here. Then we have the other verified one on the podcast, that BMVG. How's it going, OJ? What's going on? What's going on? Yes, I am also verified, and I didn't make a big deal about it like Sean did, but uh, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me on. You've been verified you, for a little longer, though. You've been, well, you deserve while, it. I don't know about that, but I appreciate the, the compliment. But they're fighting the good fight on Twitter. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> then we got then we got jordan jordan how's it going over there good glad to be here blowing up on the channel over there good to see it good to see it awesome awesome then we have i think nate nate the hate it's nate yes I nate's am here. here all right good i am here watching i take a guess every time well as long as my as long as my icon's there then i should have some presence around the microphone okay good well yeah i mean You've disappeared for accept, hours at a time. So I had I to accept know. at least the call. So I had to have some presence. That's true. That's true. Okay. And then we have Evan. Evan yep. monitor chat hanging out. Good to have Evan here. Um, so we, we do have a bunch of things to go over. Like I said, we did get, uh, oh, Carrie Daly with a $100 donation there, but no message. Carrie, that's very generous. Appreciate it. But if you miss the message or anything, if you type it in the, in the chat, any question or anything you had for us to go along with that, I'm sure Evan can spot it, but big shout out to Carrie. Um, we'll get the, we'll get the super chats after we go over some of the games and stuff that we were playing. But I know the big one this week for a lot of people who are, who are really following was Mario golf, because it's been a while since we've had a console Mario golf that was on the GameCube. Otherwise it was kind of pushed to the, the handheld with the 3ds and all of this. So did anyone get a chance to get Mario golf? yeah i played yeah. quite a bit of it okay i played some of it i picked it up literally today along with scarlet nexus and i didn't get a chance to install scarlet nexus yet so i will get to that this week coming up but i played a bit of mario golf nate you played some of it too didn't you yes and then sean yours is coming someday no i actually i actually came in today uh, oh so I'm it some. you've been playing it. okay cool what do we think about mario golf so far oh is that balan no <laughs> um, <laughs> it's all right mario Kinda golf's has- all right it kind of has a problem though and i know you alluded to it before the show and because i was actually thinking about doing a video on this tomorrow um it feels a little half baked mm. feels like you know the oven was turned on we put the game in the oven but there was about 10 minutes left to cook it and we took it out of the oven so you know it's not 
not everything is there and it, it seems to be something that nintendo has done with other games recently or or somewhat recently you know the original splatoon was definitely like that uh, mario tennis aces was definitely like that you know sort of like a roadmap of content that's free so you know like that's cool but just the day one experience isn't really there yeah it has six courses right if, if i'm remembering right it has six courses yeah. the 3ds game we just had had 16 courses it's it's a good golf game the mechanically it's very golfing, good it's very good oh, it just feels like i have, I have like one thing with that lacking. though do you like the the uh the meter that they're using where they do power and then oh. they do that because i like the meter before where the yeah. meter would go left to right kind of or mm -hmm. go right and then it stop and then you go left to try to catch it i like that more for some reason because this, this is like it's filling up twice i like the idea of it going back and forth yeah this feels like they try to fix a problem that didn't exist yeah i, I was okay with it. i mean oh, this one's fine you guys, too you guys don't you guys don't like that because i thought it was easier because like if you want to bang your shot it's easier to gauge that when the meter is going vertical than it is a horizontal. I just mean like the catching the power and then the control for some reason. I don't know if it's just because I'm used to that because that's what we're playing on the GameCube a lot. But the 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 newer one, I don't know. It's kind of because it fills up twice. It kind of throws me off sometimes at the timing for some reason. I, I'll probably get used to it because I've only played it for like I think two hours so now. I, I don't have the game yet. I will pick it up. But um, what I really liked about um toadstool tour on the gamecube was you could use the c stick to track where the ball was going to go like how how do they how do they kind of accounted for that in in this one or so have they not for tr for tracking like like when you start up and you look out into the distance yeah yeah exactly you, you, yeah. you press uh you press x and then it'll kind of give you a bird's eye view and it shows like basically where the ball will be with like a kind of a circle that's cut out i guess is the best way to describe it and it like shows you this range of where like the ball will, will land uh mm -hmm. if you hit it a certain with a certain club or power or any of that and then if you get close enough to the hole it shows like where the flag is on your meter on the right um so you can kind of judge okay this is how hard i should hit it and then there's gonna be some you know some roll to it after that uh, I, th I think for the most part, being able to judge your shot isn't too bad overall um like i said the, the mechanics are, are pretty good like it's a mechanically sound golf yeah. game. It just it feels like this is probably going to be a much better golf game in terms of content in probably another twelve months. It does make me think of Mario at Tennis Aces a bit. Mm -hmm. Is the way they, I'm, I'm picturing it. Are they going to support it? Well, they showed they showed the course, New Donk City, right? They showed that. Oh yeah, they they added DLC to it. Upcoming yeah. content for us. Yeah, like yeah. they showed that, and I was like, that looked that looks pretty cool but i don't like i don't know when that's coming out yeah so. i think the roadmap of content that will come to this game would be will be promising but it's just one of those cases of if you can wait another six months you're going to get a significantly better mario golf than what you're getting day one and you do run that possibility of maybe you're going to be able to get it for forty dollars versus yeah. the 60. i can see that yeah like that's the thing i think if you have friends around you you can play the game with like speed golf is pretty cool like it's actually a lot of fun like if you have people to play with yes. 
or if you have multiplayer online if you have people you you know you can sit down and play you know several matches with i think you could have fun with it like now like right now but uh if you're someone who's looking to maybe spend time with it like uh, like by yourself and you go through the single player and then you're like yeah looking around at the courses and it is limiting it is and i think character wise you'll you'll see more characters pile up but I, the big thing for me were the courses like i was surprised they only had six of them well and that's the thing when you play the adventure mode you see characters that are obviously fully rendered because they're playing in adventure mode yet you can't choose them like toadette and stuff like that uh, when you're playing just normal golf and it's like okay come on you're obviously going to add them like yeah i need to play this adventure mode because i really the adventure mode on well the single player mode on the game boy color and the game boy advance were pretty good it's so, i mean it's i've only played like probably an hour and a half two hours of it like it's okay but from what i've played it feels like tutorials that get you a points experience and then you level up i mean do we get to a point where there are tournaments that you play through against other people and then you move up rankings in the single player i i don't know if anyone's played enough of it yet. yeah you you upgrade your character by playing well and okay. you get coins to buy stuff in the shop um, oh, okay. well. yeah. and there are like there's like tournaments against computer opponents like you gotta beat these opponents in order to advance to the next thing okay that's, I know, that sounds fun uh, like i i saw a lot of people underwhelmed by the single player through the reviews but from what you're explaining to me that, that sounds all right i don't I don't know if the game's like five hours long or something and maybe that's why it's underwhelming but uh it, at least from what you're describing sounds from, fun. from, from what i oh go ahead no well, i was just gonna say like each of the little hubs are hubs you have to visit so i i think it's it's got to be longer than five hours unless you mm, just mm. like whiz through it or something what were you saying oj yeah, I think from what I've read, because I always like to just look at what, you know, some people say, because I haven't gotten that far in it, but it just seems like, yeah, it's just they're expecting maybe like some type of crazy single player experience, like somehow like you take the magic from like, I don't know, like Odyssey or from like a single player game and somehow put that in a Mario Golf game. And I just don't know if that's ever going to happen I, or if that's think, even going to be a thing ever. I think what that's people all. were hoping for is maybe... Yeah what we saw with golf story just built up in like the mario universe sort of yeah ex exactly something like a crazy single player right like some type of crazy something like that you I know think is what people are hoping single for. player type of thing and i just don't know if mario golf is ever gonna like do something that like, like or like sports story like you know the sports story they do all sorts of you know weird yeah. stuff and then also have like the online multiplayer and then have all the other stuff in there like all the other crazy stuff that they do so i think one thing that they could in order to make the single player better for those who are you know into it i I personally, my own experience with Mario Golf is just playing with other people. That's the only reason why like, I don't treat it as like, I need to play through this game mm. and hardcore play. I just, I play with other people. That's how I've always played like Mario Golf. So whenever they come out with stuff, it's like whatever. But I understand, like, I understand, like, cause I want to understand like what's going on, like with the reviews and stuff. So I understand where they're coming from with it. It's just, you know, my own personal take is just like, oh, I just play online and, and the online works. So uh, online's fun uh, for the most part. Got a, got a couple rounds in, so that was cool. But yeah, I, I get it in terms of like some of the like some of the complaints and like yeah, the courses. Yeah, there's not like a ton of courses on there, so yeah. I guess it's not yeah. going to end up like Mario Party, Super Mario Party, where that had a limited number of boards and everything, and they just never updated it. I guess at it least could. they've shown, but they but they've already shown something we don't have yet with that New Dog City stuff. Yeah, I mean, hopefully that's not the last bit of new content they add to it. And the online is something they need to address going forward it's inexcusable that once again nintendo releases an online game without an invite system this is another thing that's go to this lobby wait it doesn't use it doesn't use the on the invite system from the the system level 
Yeah, it, it uses the it uses the uh, lobby. Yeah, it loses the, the it's lobby. It's another the lobby yeah. system. Yes, yeah. again, and it's kind of like Nintendo. Come on, you you have to evolve <laughs> your online infrastructure to some modern day techniques. Enough's enough with this. We can't continue to ignore Nintendo just not putting in basic online features. Well, Come let on. me ask. Let me ask you this because we're we are like uh, more than halfway through the Switch's life. I mean. Is there even time for them to do a massive overhaul of this stuff now, or are we just waiting no, until next gen? No, there's there. That's on Camelot because Super yeah. Mario Party has it. So it's not an infrastructure thing; it's a developer thing because that should have just been something that they put in because Super Mario Party has it, and because other third-party games have it. You know, so that's something mm -hmm. that Camelot. I don't know why they didn't put it in, but they should have because it's there and it came out afterwards. So it definitely should have been in. You know, that's something that Camelot needs. I don't know why they did it, you know, or Nintendo should have got on them to make sure that they added that in there. Because like I said, Super Mario Party has it. And what else? There's some other third. I think like, uh, what's that game? Um, there were Apex. definitely, there were definitely third, yeah, third party yeah, games. Stop that Pilgrim, the Apex. Um, there's a number. There's, Street, there's Streets of Rage. The new Streets of Rage did it. I think Divinity 2 had the invite system yeah. too. So there, there's, there's quite a number that are adding it. So, I mean, hopefully Camelot updates it into where they actually use that as well, because we've seen that it can be done through an update as well, because Super Mario Party didn't have it, right. and then now it has it. So that's something that they need to do, too. Yeah, it kind of tells me that maybe the game's been in development for a while, and that's the original system they had in place. And yeah, I think they'll probably end up patching it at some point and putting in the, the newer system in, in play. But I mean, I think, you know, the game's been around for a while, probably a lot longer than we think it's been in development for. Mm -hmm. Okay, well that makes sense. So, hey, I mean, now that this is done, we can finally get Mario Strikers in a couple of years. Get on. Well, wouldn't uh, that be next level? <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I, yeah. I figured they want to space out their sports titles. Yeah, yeah, you're 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 probably so right about now that. Now that we're done with this, we can move on to Mario Strikers. So, oh, it's been what? Next. It's been uh, 15 years since they made a soccer game. <laughs> I think they spaced it out long enough. They well, should have done one. They should have <laughs> done one for Euro 2020. Night. Where's the Mario Strikers game? Yeah, we got the World I Cup agree. coming up in two years. Oh, yeah. Ah, perfect work. timing. There we go. <laughs> Mario Strikers World Cup. <laughs> hey, yeah. I would buy Mario Strikers. I would buy Mario Strikers immediately. That'd be incredible. I, I think everyone would, not everyone, but I think a lot of people would well, buy Mario Strikers. Let me, know. I'll pose this question to you. One of the appealing things of Mario Strikers was definitely that attitude that the yes. players or the mm -hmm. characters were able to represent. Waluigi. Because of those games, Nintendo scaled back the amount of personality that you could inject certain characters with, like Mario. Would you want a Mario Strikers without that? Now nah, let's go crazy. Make it mature rated. Let's go. You can't. Nintendo Team won't rated. allow it anymore. So if, if Waluigi can't come out and do the you, suck it motion, what are you talking does about? the game could... lose a little bit of that appeal? You can, like Mario Rabbids, they gave him a gun. I mean, He's I'm sure they can, they can, they can, can get they away can with that. a lot of things with each That's one. That's something that Nintendo eventually came to with their sports games. That like Strikers is one of the reasons Nintendo was like, yo, we can't have Daisy licking her finger and then touching her ass and having steam come off. Like, this is a little <laughs> too much now. Let's scale this back. Because remember, Next Level had a wrestling game in development. <laughs> And you could see some of the beta prototype footage. Nintendo was like, "No, I'm sorry, all of that was super tame compared to things like uh, Blitz the League that was out at the time." So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I for one, would like to see a Degeneration X suck it move in any game that comes out. Well, Waluigi do it; he's fine. Wouldn't want that. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, that. But it was. I mean, the gameplay for that's very fun, obviously, and uh, they could really build on that. 
uh, on the Switch and then give it to us throughout, you know, two years after launch. So I think Nate's <laughs> onto something though. I think I think Nate definitely is on. Maybe they don't allow it to be as much, but I think they'd probably still I mean you can build some personality without being sexual or without being like like yeah, you don't gotta you be know, sucking signs you. and all that. <laughs> Bro, maybe you can't, RGT. Maybe you can't. Sean's gonna be the first person to be unverified. <laughs> that happened. I don't uh, think it has, but I mean, I think you could still make a core great soccer game, even without uh-huh. that, you know, that outpouring of personality and edginess that the original games had. But I mean, that did add a bit of charm to those games of just seeing those characters act so, so out we, of character. Could we get, could we possibly get Mario tennis, golf, and then like a soccer game all in one system with the Switch? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be, that'd be solid. Be the first time since. Yeah, but would the soccer game be like the other two and lacking content on day one? You got to wait for all. Probably yes. If we're going with the trends, then probably yes. But uh, I mean, I don't know. Next next level might might uh, might might have some stuff with that. So you never Um, know. Did anybody did anybody here like recently play Mario Tennis? I haven't played it in I I think two months. In two months since oh, I played it. I okay, so so yeah, I mean, like like you guys said before, they're probably following the same strategy as that because not at this point because there I was a lot going on in that game when I played it two months ago. I was like, wow, there, there's yeah. this actually looks completely different now almost. Exactly. Like I played it. I didn't play it at launch or anything like that, but I played it. Um, I think I started playing it last year, and there was like a ton. Of, the game was amazing. It was great. So yeah, I think it, you know, you know, it'll get better I, as they go. I remember on. it took them a few months, but they added what doubles, uh, ranked, mm-hmm. and then they started adding events where you actually, like, with a friend, would try to like hit targets. We got that game when we went to too many games, and we played it like completely while we were there and beat the adventure mode all at once. I remember. You remember that, right? Game, well, no, I at too many games that year. I had uh, did that uh, GG Allen cover with uh, uh, yeah Rebel Gaming Club, and then two <laughs> minutes after that, I had to go into the official Screenwave booth with Wood and play that game, which I had I never played it, right? before. And we were yeah, we were live. And my voice is like. Ah. <laughs> I remember I beat him, and I was like, I've never even played this, and I beat you. That hey, was, this your uh, Metroid I mean, Jordan. Jordan, weren't you in the booth with us too? I may have popped in. Um, I think you did. Because I, I was doing stuff with uh, that, and then when Alex uh, went in there, I was doing that with him playing the game. Yeah. Hey, this too many games. Metroid Dread will be releasing on Friday. We'll have to go buy like a GameStop or something to find Metroid Dread on, fr- on that Friday. Uh, so that's, I mean, Mario Golf, I got to decide if it's something you'll get a lot of time out with some friends. I think it's definitely a game to pick up if you have some friends you can play with. Definitely. It's a lot of fun. Very, very mechanically sound golf game. Um, we'll just see what they do with it as they as they go along here over the next 18 months to two years. So, uh, Evan, we have any Discord questions over there. In a post Samus Returns world, is it worth going back and playing Return of Samus? A post the- Samus. Yeah, yeah. Get get a, get you a get you a Super Game Boy, <laughs> throw it in on the um, on the uh, Super Nintendo and enjoy it. You can do a lot of cool color palettes with it and stuff. Mm. I have a story about that game, but it's not appropriate. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Let's just go question Evan. <laughs> Which game ends up being the better first-person shooter, Battlefield or Halo Infinite? Oh, that's oh, no, that's tough. I don't know. I mean, how do we know now? Hmm. I mean, from what, from what okay. we've seen on both, I mean, it's really hard to say right now. One's I mean, gonna have a single player, and the other one won't. 
Yeah, well, so it also feels like one's going to be hyper chaos and then the other is going to be more small scale tactical. So it's also kind yeah. of what you're looking for. Yeah, I mean, we're going to deal with 128 people in one of them all at once with dynamic weather and tornadoes hitting, uh, you know, so I don't know. That's, I, well, I'll have to see when they drop. We still got to figure out when Halo Infinite's coming out, which I guess whenever Call of Duty gets announced, we'll find out when Halo Infinite comes out. So it looks like that's what they're waiting for right now. And yeah, Halo's going to be free. People are saying in the chat. So that's it's tough to, to kind of grade the value on that when you just download it. So uh, we don't do more Discord question, Evan. Uh, do you think Microsoft showed too much of their hand too soon with E3 with all the titles announced they have no game that have no gameplay release date or release year? Do you think Microsoft tried to get everyone hyped too soon to put themselves in a dry spell of announcements and releases? Mm. What was what was that? What was the question? Yeah, I, I zoned out. I, say, I think I think they needed to out. show it. Oh, I think they needed to show something to to really continue to put themselves on the map this generation over, you know, showing too little and being like, you didn't show anything. And I think they showed enough of a lot of stuff we didn't know about and the stuff we do know about they that we haven't seen much of. They purposely did not show. And I think we'll start seeing more stuff like Fable, Perfect Dark, Hellblade. We're going to start seeing those throughout the next year or two. And those are the big ones. And I think it was getting through a lot of these smaller titles or more interesting titles, just announcing that there is a lot of stuff. I don't think they played their entire hand at all. This is a company that's buying every other company uh, to make a, a bunch of games. So I, I think they have a long list of games they haven't shown yet. Yeah, especially there could also be some surprises, like a Valve could end up being pretty good for all we know. So mm -hmm. a, lot, a lot of stuff there. Do we play any other games? Do you guys play any other games this week outside of Mario Golf? I did. Did you guys see that demo for Neil? The one ones with you? I downloaded. I haven't played it yet. I played oh, some of Monster Hunter Stories too to get fantastic. started. But I haven't played Neo yet. I, I got to play that one too. Yes, a lot of stuff happened right all of a sudden with games. <laughs> real quick, guys, everyone, because the Switch version came out right, and the controls docked were terrible. It was playable, portable. They've completely fixed the controls. It's all mapped to the buttons, three different buttons, and you can basically like you get like your beat or whatever by mm. uh, just comboing. It feels great to play. I played the PS4 or PS5, whatever. It's a, it's a PS4 game, but backwards compatible. Played on there, runs great. Runs great on the, uh, surprisingly runs really, not even surprisingly, it runs great on the Switch too. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited. And they didn't say this originally, or at least I don't know if they did that, but it transfers over to the main game. They didn't do that with Bravely Default 2, which was weird, but this time it actually transfers over to the main game so, so does, highly suggest neil so does monster and stuff like all these demos now yeah. you play them and they all transfer over to the main games so basically you get a head start on the game yeah you can play. play the demo yes it, it i had a lot, a lot of people were like oh i was actually sold on neil the world ends with you with the demo because you can build up to i think the level like 10 or 15 somewhere in that range like double digits so it's pretty good it pretty much just gives you the beginning of the game like it gives you you know, you can just play. So I'm going to play some more Monster Hunter. I barely got enough time. And I played Tony Hawk as well. I played yeah, Tony Hawk. Are. How you guys yeah. like Tony Hawk? That's all right. Good. Yes. Good portable. Like, I think yes. Tony Hawk is such a great game to play portable. Just like, because it's like quick, you know, I get a couple runs in and then like, that's that. Like playing it on TV for me, I wasn't as like, because I used to play it all the time back in the day. Like I, it was like, it's one of my favorite games of all time. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. But playing it portable was just something like a different experience for me. And I really, really enjoyed that because I'd play it like I'm watching Twitch or something like that. And it was it was really I actually played it more already um, on my Switch than I played it on my on my Xbox, you know, so I, I, I used to like Mass Effect when I'm on I my thought Xbox. about. Yeah, I thought about getting it, but I'm like, I 100 percent it on the Xbox for all the games and like the extra I stuff that I'm 
I can get you a. Uh, uh, I thought I can about get you a, what's it called? A uh, review code. Nah, I, I thought Dude, about like I want the damn thing. I didn't even get a review code. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, hashtag free game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I like I like the Switch version. Like, obviously, it doesn't look as good as because I played it on the um, Series X because I got the collector's edition uh, last year with this stupid. Use that skateboard. skateboard? Use it. Nah, it's I oh, left, okay. okay. I left it in the box. That one too. Um, it's good. That skateboard's awesome. I mean, it's nice, but I don't want to. I don't want. I have an actual skateboard if I want. I just have ride. it sitting in the other room still. I haven't yeah, done anything with right it. <laughs> but it, no, it's it's a good port, and I love playing it online because, like, some of these kids have never fucking oh, played gosh. a Tony Hawk game. So like, you'll be doing like high score challenges, and like, some kid will end up with like three thousand at the end of the run. It's like, what the fuck did you do? Did you walk away from your system? Yeah, or something? <laughs> Murdering kids on Tony Hawk on kids the Switch. Online. These kiddos, their first Tony Hawk game, and you're you've been playing since nineteen ninety eight. So that's, their parents should have had them earlier. <laughs> well, when they were kids, Sean. Yes. Oh man, you need to, you need to get on Halo. That's what you got to do, Sean. I might. I have it on the Xbox One, but it's not on the Series X. Um, you, real quick you, question: You just downloaded that. on the Series X, though. Is there crossplay with PC with that? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It'll pop up thinking, and it'll give me a little, show me a little keyboard and mouse that I'm playing at the time. I was thinking about buying it on the Steam sale. I'm it's twenty bucks. It's not bad yeah, for all those I'm games. There's a lot of games on there. Like that's a lot of a lot of Halo for twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah. It looks. Uh, I, I think I'm gonna pull the trigger on that one. You got the PC for it too now, so yeah, roll right yeah. through those games, no problem. Yeah, mm. I'm gonna try Mass Effect Andromeda again. I bought that again too. Hey, I'm telling you, Sean, <laughs> that Halo One, that Halo One campaign still it still hits. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, I did. I'm gonna try it on PC, it. baby. Let's go. <laughs> No, I'm like you know 15 what? hours in. I'm just I'm just, I'm at that part. Where I'm like, yeah, I figure out why I stopped playing this again. It's not it's not so fun. We learned that Sean has not played a a Halo campaign ever. Mm. That is correct, right, Sean? Yes, hundred percent. I think it is worth playing Halo One at least up through like the flood reveal. I, uh, it's uh, not very far in. I that way you experience the silent cartographer and all of this. Can I, I, just I think watch it on YouTube and get like the same. It's not the feeling. same experience no. though. I feel if like you I you have to play at least through the silent cartographer. If that sequence doesn't make you hyped, you don't have a soul or a heart. <laughs> I mean, I, that's not the first time I've heard that. So. Uh, yeah, I would, I would, uh, I would check it out though, Sean. I think you'll like it. I mean, you have you have to at least play up to that sequence. I mean, when you land on the beach and the music gets going, you're gonna be like, "Yeah, this game is gonna be awesome. I can't wait to play this." And if I, you sit there, be like, "This is nothing," then just get the fuck out, sell your Xbox, and just quit. Which one? The modded original Xbox? No, come on. Hey, now, and sell that. It's got Ev Ava launch on it. Boot up Halo One. Play it tonight. After I, AEW I, Dynamite. Halo time. Well, Dynamite ends at 10 tonight. We'll set it to start downloading now because that thing's like 100 gigabytes. I'll be honest. I don't like Halo campaigns. I think, oh, okay. man. Finally, a man of culture. <laughs> I, I really, and I beat Reach. I beat ODST's campaign. I beat the original Halo's campaign. And I don't think I like, I don't really think I like them at all. Mo- multiplayer is. You played ODST's campaign. I did play ODST's campaign. I beat it. But did you play Halo 3's campaign? Huh? Did you play Halo 1 through 3 at all's campaign? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I played uh, Halo. I didn't beat Halo 3's campaign, but I pl- I played all of them because I I was doing the LAN parties back in the day with Halo. I, I love the franchise. Just the multiplayer just seems 
so much better than like the single player. Like if maybe if they added like, cause I'm a nerd, you know, I like RPGs and stuff. So maybe if they added some like other elements to it, that would make it a I little bit. I feel like that's probably what they're going to do in Halo Infinite. And that's something they I haven't talked so. about yet. Cause they showed on the map, they showed side missions and stuff you can do. And at one point they showed something that almost looked like stat points. We weren't sure. So I think Halo Infinite single player is going to have some kind of character progression in it. I hope so because there's like no character progression, but also somewhat long. It's not super long campaign, but zero character progression, zero weapon upgrades. It's the same issue that I kind of have with Uncharted. You know, when it comes to campaigns, where it's like I like stuff like Resident Evil, like the campaigns like in Resident Evil, because like at least there's something you know that kind of like you know that upgrade or do whatever. So hopefully. Let me go over to some of the super chats here. Mister Job says, "Just saying hi." Oh, by the way, I simp for Nate. There you go, Nate. Anime says, uh, "How awesome! How often is RGTA Five gonna see shut up blue checkmark?" Well, I'll tell you, the checkmark's white on mine because I have dark mode on my Twitter. So yes, I don't same. Same. So, uh, Chris says with. With great friend and guest of the Spawncast, Jake Randall, being in the hospital recently, prayers and air guns up to a speedy recovery. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yep. That poor Jake, man. He's a trooper. He's feeling better. He said he's gained some weight back, so uh, he's he's doing good. He'll be all right. Good to hear. T. Joe says, am I the only one who's insanely hyped for the new Trails games? Some of them have no dub, and the wait time is longer than I'd like, but the fact that Nice America brought on the fan group is really awesome. Yeah, I uh, covered that a bit. I got a video talking about it again tomorrow. It's pretty cool. Four games over the course of the next uh, couple years. Uh, obviously, a lot of localization. They also want to spread it out, uh, but it's good. These are fan favorite games. People have been wanting them for a while, so it's really cool to see uh, Nippon Ichi and you know, Falcom work together. And it shows that Falcom is you know, actually all in on Switch now because people have been wanting them to kind of do more. So it's good that it's it's PC too. So PC, PlayStation 4, and also Switch for all these different Trails games. Hmm. Uh, so so it's great. It's, it's, it's finally good to see because it's been a while. Liam says, forget Smash reveals. Who next will get verified? Ooh, that's a good question. We'll see. Look, I mean, we'll if see. they verify me, I, I, they should verify anyone. Like, <laughs> I, don't even apply, I don't even know how to apply. I haven't even applied or anything. You go under so settings. Next. And they'll, you go under your account settings and there's like a verification request button and they ask you for like questions like, what do you, what do you do? So I put like uh, a video entertainer or whatever. And then they're like, what's your, what's your channel? So I sent them my channel and then they were like, send us articles or stuff verifying who you are. So I literally just sent them my website, which is RGT85 that just goes to my YouTube channel. And they're like, okay, you're good. And I was like, yeah. If it don't feel lazy, I'll do it. Mark, Mark says, no, no Genshin Impact at E3 for Switch, let alone Xbox. Did Sony pay for console exclusivity? I don't, I don't believe weaker hardware because the specs were known. No, they, they, didn't, they didn't pay for it. I think that it's, they're just probably running into some issues with the I, development I of feel, it. Yeah, I feel like they're, so just com they're, they're probably just coming. It's more probably the deal of keeping the i guess the economic system on the switch and how much nintendo is going to make for each sale that might be where most of it mm -hmm. lies yeah armado says i i have the old vcr xbox apparently the power button is really sensitive because my cat keeps turning it on with her tail does this mean it's time to upgrade so the xbox can remain off as god intended and then we have chris uh no message thanks chris smoke says what's What's one reason you'd recommend a VCS over an Xbox Series S? The Atari VCS? I think that's what he means. 
I wouldn't rec. I, I mean, it play. It, you know what? It runs Windows, like full Windows. There you go. I guess that you could technically <laughs> use it as an office machine as well. <laughs> that, that's Xbox Series S can't do that. Can run Excel. True. That's its best exclusive. Nathan says, "Remember when?" Uh, we, oh, uh, oh, who is this, Nate? Otto Vino and Whitlock dominated with the Yankees after they gave up both the Sox for nothing, making it a, a make it four O Sox in the season series. What? Yeah, Adam Ottavino, sort of oh, okay. pitcher for the Yankees. They sent him to the Red Sox because Cashman thought he was basically washed up and finished. Um, and it looks like a pretty bad move now. Good job, Brian Cashman. And it says everyone makes a fuss about Returnal being 1080p, but no one mentions Spawncast being 1080p. Mm, a fair point. Mm, we're not running on next gen hardware. Are we powered by a PlayStation 5? We're powered by Discord. We're powered by Discord. My Discord, yeah. Discord, yeah. Discord and a shaky OBS. (laughs) (laughs) Symphonic Balance says, Will Bandit 3 join the exclusive club that Portal 3, Half Life 3, Mother 3, and Mega Man Legends 3 make up? No, No, Bandit 3 will come out eventually. Yeah, it'll eventually come out. I mean, we do say every year it's coming out. It's basically like the Switch Pro now. Or Isn't like it? Metroid, Metroid Trilogy, Metroid Prime Trilogy. That too. But yeah. but uh, like I was, I mean, it's right there with those three things or those three things are together, right? Bayonetta 3, the Switch Pro, and then Metroid Prime Trilogy. So once one of them falls, then well, we think wait, the other two will come too. No, the dominoes already started, John. SMT5 was in there as well. SMT5 was, was in there. And <laughs> yeah, that's true. That did that's take the first four one. years. <laughs> huh. You know? Interesting. See, the first domino's fallen, the next mm. one will be pro, and then it might be a but while huh? until the domino oh, falls what? into Bayonetta 3. What? You say don't say, don't say the P word around here. <laughs> Revision. How's that? Revision. Uh, Valexian says, IGN's review of Mario Golf Super Rush is understandable to me, but the adventure mode is better than they give it credit for, in my opinion. I've played like an hour and a half to two hours of it, so I gotta go through a bit more until I can find out. Mug says, is there any chance Horizon Zero Dawn could get a 60 FPS patch on PS5, or should I just go ahead and buy the game on PC? I'm confused why that thing doesn't have a patch yet. I, I think one like they're going to re-release it. I think I think there'll be one that comes out for it. Closer, maybe when they get things going for like Forbidden West and they figure out when it's coming out and all of this, and they're like, okay, here's a patch for the current one for PS5. Like we got like the Last of Us patch and all that. That makes sense. Eric says, uh, Spawnway, should, should I modify my Switch or buy a second one to modify that one? I still have mine from launch. You should just buy the newer Redbox one or yeah. the revision <laughs> whenever that comes out. Uh, the Redbox Switch right now. Talking about HAC uh, 001-02? Yes, thank you. Uh, we, and whatever, the Redbox one, if you have the launch Switch now, has better battery and runs cooler and all of this. That might be the one to grab if you're just looking for one immediately. And just use your launch switch for any kind of homebrew or stuff you want to do. Um, that would be my my route. Does that sound about right, MVG? Yep, that sounds my, exactly okay. right. Cool. And then Amber says, what is the biggest difference between Dreams and the Game Builder Garage? Which one do you like better? Oh, you know, I haven't, I haven't asked you about that in a little while, MVG. Is, is Game Builder Garage, how, how's that looking? Because I see some people making some crazy stuff online right yeah. now. Game I mean, Builder my Garage gosh. <laughs> is, is a lot of fun, but it's limited. But um, what's really cool is people are basically just hand-drawing sprites that match, you know, popular Nintendo games and then building building levels around that. You know, so I've seen like F-Zero, Mario Kart. I've seen like Doom. I've seen all sorts of cool stuff. Um, Dreams is is a lot more sophisticated and it's very hard to compare both of those things, quite honestly, because Dreams 
there's a lot there's a bigger learning curve involved you know with that but game builder garage is, is a lot of fun yeah someone sent me a video of they recreated paper mario in game builder garage and actually did a pretty good job okay yep very good and this is from Pixelated Pigeon saying, what are RGT's thoughts on the AEW footage we saw? Hopes for the game. Also, I just got a an S1 switch mount on your recommendation. It's a game changer. Fixture S1, excellent, excellent product. Um, yes, I think the game, I mean, obviously it was just a small snippet, but I liked the animation style. I liked the, the limited camera cuts because if you watch wwe you know they cut on everything but it was like it was just when darby allen would do the coffin drop they would sort of cut to it and you could tell it looked it looked almost like a modern fusion of like here comes the pain with like no mercy so you know very early footage but and i mean the character models like because when they first showed the first trailer for the game everyone was bitching about the character models like oh they look too weird but now like the darby allen looks like very very proper so i I think the game's going to be awesome because there's a lot of people that play video games within that company and they're the ones essentially working on it Okay. They said that they're trying to get it out in 2022. Last I saw. What, what yeah, I think that's still the. I mean, honestly, they've they've got the. It seems like the groundwork is there. I know. Um, they've already done a bunch of the um mocapping for it because um, my friend Charlie, who is on the Sammy Guevara vlog, who's like the head of AEW security, he was actually the one uh doing some of the mocapping for the game, and he showed off some of that. So yeah, just, I think it's they just go there and just do wrestling moves all day with like a bunch of those suits on is that how they do yeah. it wow oh. jeff grubb says go a little bit longer i have to drive out to the airport <laughs> that sony event coming up sooner than we thought dragoon says have you thought of inviting globku to the spawn cast his review of scarlet nexus was very good i'll have to check out i i, I really got to play the scarlet nexus game I was playing Mario you play the demo right john There's just, yeah i played the demo but i wanted to play the full game just to because i like the demo was pretty good but I don't know. I wanted to get into the full game already because the demo was too many was games, solid. Man. There's, there, I'm realizing that a lot of stuff's hitting all at once now. The yeah, demos. Can't even the, go pick it. Can't even go pick it up. You know, I had to go to two different stores to find it. Uh, like there were two GameStops, neither of them had it, and then I had to go to Walmart, and they had one like they had like two left on like the floor of like the glass that they open up like at the bottom underneath some stuff. I was like, do they just? The Bandai does not ship a lot of these out or something. I don't well, know. Yeah, yeah, they didn't because the pre-orders were insanely low. Did you notice how there wasn't much marketing beforehand? Yeah, I think Bandai kind of knew writing on the wall. So, of course, but they got their deal with Xbox. And I think the big thing for them this year is um, is uh, Tales of Arise. That's going to yes. be more people are excited about that more so than anything. So. Well, Oxian says, oh, yeah. Uh, Ninji from SMB2 better become playable in Mario Golf. It'd be such a tease to have him listed as a, a tournament competitor, but not eventually be there. Pixelated Pigeon says, question for Jordan. What's your favorite television show slash movie licensed video game? And what's the worst in your opinion? Loving your recent videos. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> as far as worst, that's hard because there's a lot of really bad ones out there. And uh, I love playing like a lot of like the kind of crappy or okay ports to the Game Boy Advance. So like a lot of the bad ones in there, I kind of enjoy. Uh, I think the best overall is is Battle for Bikini Bottom, the original Battle for Bikini Bottom. I think that's the highest rated one for me personally. Um, 
But it's a slightly janky one that I really like on the Game Boy Advance is Rocket Power Dream Scheme for some reason. I play that game a lot. Um, but as far as the worst, I there's there's like a lot of bad ones. So I couldn't tell you. Then we have Looks Not Perfect saying, I can't wait for RGT to play Balan Wonderworld. You'll be waiting a while. But you just hold on. You just you just picked it up, though, didn't you, Sean? Yeah, you did that. You did that. On, was, when, did you, it, when did you pick it up? It 20 bucks during uh, Amazon Prime Day sale. But I mean, it's just going to stay sealed. I'm never going to open this. Why'd you buy it? Why not? No, what do you mean, why not? You didn't buy it before. Why'd you buy it? I buy games for my collection all the time. I've been buying retro games recently, which is well, the worst. Thing. But, but why ballad? Because it was 20 bucks. It might There's be worth something because no, they obviously they've obviously ended production on it. Nobody is nobody's rushing out to the stores to buy this. So this could be a collector's item one day. And I want well, to be sure. But you were smart, though, Sean, because you got in there when it was on sale, right? Oh, yeah. 20 bucks. Yeah, because we I mean, we all we all shop online. And thanks to our sponsor, Honey, you could save all kinds of money there. And we, we've we've all seen that promo code field taunting us at checkout. Right, Sean? I'm sure you really saw that going through Amazon. Yep. But thanks to Honey manually searching for coupon codes is the thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the Internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. So you went on, you got Balan. What else did you get, Sean? What else did you get on well, Amazon? Well, it, well, here's the thing about Honey that not a lot of people realize. Speaking about how Balan was down to $20, Honey will actually show you a little chart of when an item has been at its highest price and when it's been at its lowest price. So when I went to check out, uh, Honey informed me that Balan was at its lowest price ever at $20 on Amazon. So that way I knew I was getting a good deal. Yeah, and when you go to checkout, there's a little Honey button drops down yep. and all you have to do is click apply coupons wait a few seconds as honey searches for coupons as it, it can find for that site if honey finds a working coupon you'll watch the prices drop like on balan wonderworld see sean is already getting ahead of the game here with balan he's ready exactly he's ready for metroid dread to sell 18 million copies <laughs> <laughs> then he has to play through the game like six times <laughs> uh, and if you don't already have honey you could be straight up missing out on free savings it's literally free and installs in a few seconds and by getting it you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash spawncast i'd never recommend something i don't use or sean who seems I, to use it every day as he always posts day. up all the stuff he's he's picking up that's joinhoney.com slash spawncast thanks again for honey sponsoring today's podcast all right, let's let's move over to Blue Box Conspiracy. We like conspiracies here, don't we? Mm-hmm. There's a lot, a lot of excitement for Blue Box Conspiracy, right? And I see it. So we didn't talk about this before uh, because it seemed ridiculous. However, this thing snowballed quickly. Like, I, I have no idea how it got to this point, but it went it went completely out of left, like left field on this one. Nate, what happened here? Uh, it was very simple. Jeff Keeley fed into it and was like, I'm getting DMs. Hmm, what is this? And then he made a short little Twitter video clip, which then led to Jason Schreier going to Twitter saying, I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on and I think this is Kojima. And that basically caused the snowball to become an avalanche. And everyone bought into the idea that Hideo Kojima was once again creating a fake development studio to secretly announce a brand new project. And many had assigned it to Silent Hill. Did your cannon just go off? What was that? 
<laughs> I don't know, but the fact that I'm talking about Kojima and all of a sudden the yeah, I was gonna say, wait a minute. In the area, this is concerning. <laughs> Every week, done, always maybe speak on. on the marketing deal. I'm yeah, Nate, you're, there is always something happening, like in your area. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there, are there pirate ships battling outside your house right now? I don't know. I think it might be. Think... It might be two two of the Tinder girls out there. Are they trying to get in? Man, what's what's going on here? The hot tub girls. If there's one more, I'm going to be concerned. All right. <laughs> so at this point, people think this abandoned game, which had a trailer months ago, randomly promoted by Sony in a blog post, even is Kojima secretly. Yes. And okay. that's what people just leapt to the wildest conclusion possible instead of going with Occam's razor of maybe Sony was just looking to advertise a potentially intriguing indie game that promises to be exclusive to the PlayStation 5 platform. But do you think it's weird that they kind of they kind of explained what was going on, right? Like there are they they went over a whole thing and people still just don't believe it because <laughs> they went over like, hey, we had this basically this failed kickstarter right like they weren't able to get this was in that bloomberg article that was posted this week they weren't able to get funding of like twelve thousand dollars something through kickstarter and then sony showed up for some reason and was like hey we'll work with you i don't know if they've ever outright confirmed sony as much as sony made contact and they have a private investor but sony reached out to them yeah, and it could have just been, hey, what do you guys have? We might be curious to have, you know, give you some advertising or let you go to the PlayStation blog so you can, you know, market your product. It doesn't, a lot of people are saying Sony is funding this project when there is no direct confirmation of that happening. Right. So that's the problem. It seemed, the whole thing just still seems weird because in the Bloomberg article, they mentioned that there were 10 employees, I think is what they said. Yeah, and they're all remote. But they it's couldn't all, talk a, to any a, of them? Yeah, it's a scattering of people that Hassan has made, I guess, working relationships with. And everyone works remotely on various aspects. And, I mean, as you mentioned, I would say they've been quite transparent. They came out and said, we're not Kojima, we're not Konami, we're not making Silent Hill. And people still continue to push that narrative. And it simply is a case of, here was an indie developer who saw an opportunity, went with a somewhat risky marketing approach and it just snowballed on them way beyond any scope that they could have imagined and all of a sudden you have bloomberg covering it you it's the talk of the industry for a couple of weeks and now you talk have to come town. out and release a video and say hey this isn't what you think and it was a gamble that could have paid off big but ultimately this is probably going to fail. It's going to backfire probably in a really big way. Well, and hopefully people don't lead to harassing Hassan or anyone at this game studio over a conspiracy theory that they themselves put but forward. They, yeah, but they fair, tweeted out. Oh, go ahead, Sean. I was just going to say, to be fair, like watching the videos from Hassan are like so sad like it's like he looks so defeated and just like depressed it's like jesus christ like but i mean to be fair to be fair they did sort of feed into it some with the oh the game starts with s and ends with l what could it be it's like okay like yeah, I mean, suck my suck my balls like is that the name of the game like what are you what are that's you doing the here? best thing you could have came up you could have said it seal. might be <laughs> you could have said seal I think, well, no, I think in the reply to their tweet, I put suck my ball 64. 
<laughs> terrified everyone. He's verified. <laughs> He's verified. <laughs> I'm verified after this podcast, bro. Oh, oh man, watch it. It's it's just a strange situation because every like you're right, Nate. They are being like transparent, but it's this it's this mystique of Kojima where everyone's yes. like, nah, Kojima's telling them to say that because the, you know what this reminds me exactly of was Death Stranding because he kept showing, Kojima kept showing us Death Stranding completely. It was the game and everyone was like, nah, it's not the game. You know, yeah, we this all is expected Kojima. that Kojima twist where it was like, oh, this is really just the first hour and it's going to become this yeah, crazy military weird ass game. And it never happened. It was, it was, like, it was the game he showed the I mean, whole time. It is. That's the mystique of Kojima is that you always think he's up to something greater than he truly is. And the thing with like Moby Dick back with Metal Gear Solid 5 is you can only do that trick once. That's what I was saying. Try it again. Thinking, everyone's yeah. going to catch on. And that's where this does. It never made sense. And if you really, you know, did a deep dive into the background of this company, you find the failed Kickstarter. You yep. find failed projects. You can find one of their releases currently on Steam. And people are like, yeah, but that's just, it's Kojima. Like, he didn't plan a seven-year fake trail for this moment. He's yeah, a but, genius, but he's not that much of a genius. But if I was going to do it twice. a long-term ploy. If I was going to pull this thing off twice, what I would have to do is throw everyone off by hiring several actors or at least one actor to talk to the camera and, and claim that they were the head of the studio and then uh, throw everyone off by saying the app is delayed and all these different things. So that at the end, it's Kojima. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it's just a carnival of crazy. Yes, it is. But that, but now we're to the point where, dude, there's entire Reddit threads. I think uh, on uh, uh, recent era, they, they had like almost a million views on this thing. And it was just, it was get, it yes. got out of control. The whole thing got it, went and way out there. It did, it got way out there. And if people at the beginning were paying attention it was very clear from day one. You had a Twitter user, I forget the name, and they came out, they said, I checked this. I went into the Dutch Chamber of Commerce where you cannot have forged documents. They have to verify the individual. And they said, Hassan is a real person. They started this company in 2014. They have the legal documents to verify this. And people are like, nah. Hold on, when did PT come down? When did that, when when did, that demo get pulled? When did Kojima leave Konami? When did that demo get pulled? Was it around that time? It was in... Mm -hmm. Looks like late 2015. Mm. Sounds like PT's been... It sounds like uh, Kojima's been scheming for a while there, huh? Apparently so. <laughs> like, this was a long-term ploy. The, th the thing that's Kojima weird to me did. is... Is uh, Kojima wouldn't be working on Silent Hill anyway. No. That's that's the thing that gets me. Everyone's like a Silent Hill. It's Kojima. Kojima's not going to work with Konami on Silent Hill. Right, there would there would be another there. studio in Sony that will will go at MVG. Go ahead, say it. I said right because it doesn't exist. It's okay. fake. <laughs> uh, a, a different studio <laughs> would be working on it with Sony, not like Kojima and uh, what you call it, Luminous Product, whatever. It, they wouldn't be working on it. Um, the other team, I guess, would be Bloober. Is the rumor, I guess, uh, for the other Silent Hill game, but like. <laughs> It wouldn't be Kojima wouldn't be attached to it. That's the thing that's weird to me. If anything, this would be some weird project by Kojima that's not even like a known IP. And that's that's the big thing is yes, if Kojima somehow was able to create Silent Hills, 
and what his vision was all those years ago, that would be an exciting project. But there's no way Konami and Kojima are looking to work together anytime soon. They didn't exactly have a peaceful split. And I'm sure there's still some resentment between the two. But, mm. you know, that doesn't sell as well as hype. Based on nothing. I mean, it's a good marketing ploy, if anything, uh, if they can take the heat when they eventually show Abandoned and it's not <laughs> Silent Hill. Because at least people will be talking about it. You know what? They're probably who, people who believe that it, if they get abandoned, that like it unlocks some secret code to like Silent Hill or something. So I people will hope. buy the game just to see if there is some sort of hidden code that somehow leads to a demo of something else. And then there's a video file of Kojima at the end saying, congratulations. Like, I think it'd be cool if abandoned was just like a pinata simulator. Oh, and you just you, you hit pinatas the whole game. Oh, that is Kojima the whole time. Yeah, I, I and, no, and the I thing is, Kojima no would do something <laughs> like that. Uh, I this game is just it, like they they had they were supposed to do the app reveal. It got delayed. They were just like yeah, it's, it's, it's someday. It's got, it's happening. I think in August. So what? Nate, what is Nate, going, going on, dude? What's what going is, on over there? Nate, to the bunker. Do we have to like call yeah. someone for you? What is happening? It's, it's Kojima. Dude, I mean, they dump, in, they dump in the tea again. What's going on, Evan? We got some some Discord questions over there. Are there games you disliked that you now love? Yes. Oh, that's a well, good question. Dislikes a strong word. I was I had a game in mind, but I didn't dislike it. I just thought it was a bit overrated. Which so one's I'm, that? I was uh, original Final Fantasy VII. I'm gonna say Death Stranding. Ooh. Because I did not like it at first, and then it grew on me, and I was like, all right, this game's better than I thought it was. But I beat it. Then you That's what I'm going with. Dream? Then you woke up from the dream? Or you woke up from the dream. Never mind. My bad. <laughs> I was saying Metal Gear uh, Rising Revengeance. I played the demo, and I was like, I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't want to play it. Then the full game came out, and I played it, and I was like, you know what? This was a really good game. Oh, okay. I'll say, was it the controls that threw you off? Because that was when we first I don't got even like, remember the real like, I didn't slashing like it. mechanic and I all just of this. I did not dig the demo, and then for some reason, I loved the game. So. Mm. Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> Nate, that one was kind of close, dude. <laughs> Let this man live. <laughs> you might want to double check. Closer. <laughs> yeah, you might want to double check all your doors are locked. Why did you make me talk about the Blue Box Game Studios? Kojima's coming for you. Kojima's invading. (laughs) Brought Snake and Raiden and Ocelot. No, well, no, you wouldn't hear them coming. Oh, yeah, Konami has... Who the hell is he sending, then? Norman (laughs) Reedus. No, it's just Rex. Rex is just stomping down the road towards your house. Just Metal Gear Rex. Jeff Keighley's coming over. (laughs) Shit. Uh, what's another Discord question, Evan? Do any of you think Star Fox Adventures deserved the hate it got? I think it only had that stigma for being a Star Fox game that no one expected. I don't no, think I it mean, deserved No, it was, a, it was a cool game, especially on the GameCube when it dropped. It's just, it wasn't, like you said, it wasn't Star Fox. So. Let me tell you something right now when it comes to GameCube. Lots of stuff was hated when it first dropped mm-hmm. or not liked. And then years and years sure. later... And it's all the lights. Majora's Mask was the same. People hated it, and they loved Majora's Mask. Same thing. Oh, see, I liked Majora's Mask when it came out. I thought that was that was a lot of people hated it though. Compared to Ocarina, a lot of people were like, "This game is trash." Like at the time, but now that people love Majora's Mask, you know. So, 
I think Star Fox Adventures did some really cool things on the GameCube. Even now, it still looks good. Like I, Damn, I actually man. was playing it on my GameCube, and you put it through Progressive on like um, HDMI out. It looks it's it runs sixty frames per second too. Yep, runs at sixty. It's got that fur fur effect, that fur shader. That fur it's shader. Great game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, the game itself back then blew me away on a CRT, but it still looks fine now. So if you can pick it up, you know, those GameCube games are going up in price pretty quick though. Like even I think Star Fox Adventures is like thirty five to forty dollars now. You know what's going up like crazy? DS games. Yep. DS. Three DS have... games are getting out of control mm-hmm. too. No, 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 dude. I have this little honey hole website that I buy some games on, and they had um, uh, Resident Evil Deadly Silence, which is a game we've talked about on the channel, for a hundred bucks. And I was like, "Excuse me." And I went and looked on price charting. That game's selling for a hundred and thirty complete. Dude, too many games is going to be something crazy this year when did, we see what those you, games are priced at. Did you guys see the you know the the carts for like? metroid games too yeah GBA, yeah oh my like like the castlevania crazy oh my right goodness yeah i think fusion i think popped up in price pretty well too did you see pokemon ruby complete in box is selling for 315 dollars oh, oh yeah that, that, mine. That actually that actually sounds cheaper than i thought it'd be to be honest in box we're talking about just complete complete in box is 315 i figured it would have been 45 you know, you know what's like all the Pokemon, like even like Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, those are like a hundred something. Yeah. The reason, the reason I thought it'd be more expensive is because those boxes like are to like disintegrate, like they're like the terrible cardboard that they put it on, so it like it just breaks apart after a while. You guys see that picture? I don't know what game store it was from, but they they had just like the loose DS cartridges of Pokemon, and like Heart Gold and Soul Silver were like two hundred and forty nine dollars. Yeah. Those are expensive. Stuff. Yeah. What? Just yep. loose. Just yep, the cartridge? Yeah. That's crazy. Just the cartridge. Yeah, I you saw Diamond and Pearl was 100 bucks for just the cartridge for Diamond and Pearl, too. Yeah. You're, you got that, the Pokemon box. That might, that might go down. Diamond and Pearl's. Oh, I got both of those in box. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. I, got, I got all the Pokemon games. I bought them all day one mm-hmm. box. So we, we got another Discord question, Evan. Uh, last one. Do you think with collector's editions, like with Metroid Dread and Shin Megami Tensei V, do you think them being bought up immediately is related more to the scalping that's going on scalping. recently or uh, an increase in consumer demand due to the fact that uh, before this, scalping. special editions were always like things that collected dust on shelves? Well, I mean, it sounds like with Shin Megami Tensei, it, that one seemed to catch them off guard a bit in terms of special edition because they, they said something on Twitter and they're like, we're, I guess we'll get more out. But like, it seemed like Shin Megami might be a bit more popular than I, I guess they were expecting it over at um, Sega and, and all that. Although they keep messing up some of their releases as it is, you know, with the Steam thing. So uh, was, with, with Metroid, I don't know. It's, Maybe Metroid is a bit more popular than people are expecting. But it's also you know? very difficult to gauge. We don't yeah, know the actual true. rollout in terms of numbers for these special editions. Did you open up like 25,000 pre-orders for these special editions or was it like a thousand? I wonder if they're selling on eBay right now at those prices. Like scalping. Scalping's definitely a, a big 90%. Factor. It's definitely, I don't know if it's that high. Um, I was able 89. to secure a number of uh, special edition, two of them. Scalper. For giveaway, and then one Scalper, look at you. <laughs> I'm doing a giveaway. Screw you guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. Metroid Dread really is selling for like $170 plus on eBay. There is a big problem though with eBay is They're because like, obviously they can set the prices whatever they want. And obviously it's the first person to buy one kind of sets the ongoing market at least. But a lot yeah. of what these scalpers have done, at least in the Pokemon card boom throughout last year is where I noticed it, is that scalpers 
would have a friend bid on an, an object, right, or bid on one of their items and pay for it that amount. They would just give them the money or whatever, just not really pay for it. So it would set that high price saying, look, I just sold it for this much, so you can't tell me it's not worth this much. Yeah, which is hugely so, against their terms and service, but they don't really right, catch but it. They, you, can't, you can't really verify that half the time. It's like, oh, I just call my friend uh, across the country. Hey, just buy this, and I'll pretend to ship it out. And uh, like, it's, it's not a hard scam to, to pull off on eBay. So it's hard for me to trust eBay pricing. Okay, let's, let's go over to the partnership now for Nintendo. There is a new partnership with Nintendo. Nate and is very Sean- excited. <laughs> yeah, Nate, yes. Nate's very excited for this because it's his favorite company Nintendo's partnering with right now. Yeah, I love yeah. them. Uh, Sean, you know what? Sean legitimately likes them, it seems. Oh, or- I don't dislike them, I think. Look, okay, this isn't the first company that they're working with. They're working with Sega, obviously. They already have a plan in place with Square Enix as well. And now they're working with Nintendo. Obviously, I'm not the only person who thinks that there's a reason for this. They These companies must see potential in them. Yeah, they see the potential of this company will probably make a mediocre game for a budget of about $700,000. But, but what they're doing, is, okay, so I guess we should say it's Forever Entertainment. Forever Entertainment. Which also has a subsidiary company that does in-house development called Megapixel. I think that's what they're called. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And I actually made a video on this, so go watch it. But anyways, um, what they, the in-house company is the one responsible for House of the Dead and Panzer Dragoon. So I feel, because obviously, why would Nintendo need a publisher in the Netherlands? Why would Square Enix need a publisher in the Netherlands? That makes absolutely no sense. They publish their own shit. So to me, it's almost like they're wanting to do essentially what Sega is doing and taking games that, you know, are a bit of a harder sell. Like, can you really do a $60 House of the Dead? Can you really do a $60 Panzer Dragoon? Maybe, but what better way to sort of gauge that than to have a company, you give them a little bit of a budget, they make a remake like they've been doing with an original with one of your original IPs and then you test the market with it. It's obviously a lot low risk than, you know, putting a huge budget behind a game that you haven't seen in a while or a franchise that you haven't seen in a while and then it flops. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it says it does say here Nate uh Nintendo giving Forever Entertainment significant financial support. Significant is relative to the company. Sure. But why would ever? Why would Sega and Square Enix also be doing? There is, I would say, there are a lot of people moving in with, uh, with Forever here. They they must have some type of I don't know. Maybe MVG can talk about this a bit more. Proprietary technology that can allow them to do something more efficiently than other people to where they can get these contracts from all these people. Maybe I mean it's really hard to speculate what what that could be. But they, I mean, yeah, I mean if Nintendo's getting in bed with them, they've probably got something that they're interested in in utilizing. Um, you know that they're going to use for multiple titles going forward. So I think, yeah, I mean you're probably onto something there, OJ. Okay, let's 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 let's, let's speculate on what titles Nintendo would even have them work on. Like, what would Nintendo That's go forever? It's almost easy. like. It's almost like somebody made a video about this with five plus an extra bonus title at the end. So I will not give away all of my secrets, but I can think of a great game that would would be a perfect candidate for. I'm, I'll do two games. I'll do two games for my list. Personal pick and then an, an actual realistic pick. Personal pick would be Geist because Geist mm, like is Geist. a great yeah. game. 
but even when it released it wasn't the best looking game like it, i remember reviews saying you know the graphics are kind of mediocre but geist is an awesome game at its core with the gameplay mechanics you throw a new coat of paint on that and throw in online multiplayer you've got a hit on your hand on the nintendo switch i feel at least you know a, a better selling than the original gamecube release and of course another great title would be f-zero gx you have a game that already runs at 60 frames per second. Yes, technically Sega developed it, but also Sega is working with Forever Entertainment. So it's not a big deal for them to get this thing from Sega and then do it themselves. But F-Zero GX, like, what do you do with that? You, you, you make everything look a little bit prettier. You keep the 60 frames per second. You throw in some online gameplay and then you test the market. You're testing the market to see how popular F-Zero is. We on this panel like to bring up all these classic Nintendo games and act like they're going to sell over 3 million copies in a year, but maybe that's not realistic <laughs> for a lot of situations. So this is a low budget way to test the market. And I think, I think these are the things that they need to do. And you can find out the other four games on my video. Okay. Easy enough. So I want to ask Nate a question. So what's, what's the issue with forever entertainment? Why, why is the, where, where's the slander coming from? They are a mid-tier developer at best. They <laughs> they do subpar work. Panzer eventually got good after several patches. It launched in a horrific state. That was yep. one of their biggest yep. games. Yeah, and they did game. a poor job handling it. And but but even even okay, but even in their interview when they when they talked about House of the Dead details, they acknowledged that. And they said that House of the Dead was not going to have a situation like that. Now, if they Let's fuck it up when it comes up, exactly. If they fuck it up with House of the Dead, then OK, you know, I, I think you're onto something here. But I'm not I'm not willing to write them off completely because of, of that. You know, I feel like if House of the Dead does come out in a, in a you know, a great state, then it's like, OK, you know, we have to give these guys a chance. Yeah, I got I got to go with RGT on this one. He does have a check mark, so it's important. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> See, if I if when I view a company like Forever Entertainment getting a deal from Nintendo, what that says to me is, yeah, you're probably going to get a pro you're going to get a project similar to Geist. You're getting an IP that NCL doesn't give a damn about. It's something that they're not looking to invest any yeah. money in themselves because yeah. they don't Excitetron. see any value in it for them to even commit it to one of their in-house development teams. So you're going to get a Geist maybe because it kind of fits the trend of titles that they are producing like Panzer or House of the Dead. Maybe you give them sin and punishment. They could take the framework of Treasure's masterpiece and give it an HD coat of paint and they can't really mess it up that bad. But it's going to be a low tier IP that really hasn't sold all that well on previous consoles. Nintendo no longer sees value in it. And they say, we gave you a million dollars of investment to make this project happen. Let's see how you handle it. If you make a treacherous piece of crap, all we lost is a million bucks. But it's nothing high end. It's nothing going. It's not going to be a meaningful project. And if all of a sudden Forever Entertainment comes out on Twitter in, let's say, six months, and they announce that they're making Golden Sun, put that let that sunset and just oh, let oh, the franchise man. dive. I'm out. Hey, Hey, Golden Sun is another game that might have been on my list, but it's a perfect candidate. The no, gameplay is still no, it's, no, it's, no, it's, it's a terrible candidate. candidate. Not EP for them. Oh god, pitch pop. Nobody gives a fuck about Golden Sun except the men on this podcast and the woman, but the woman's not here tonight. But I don't even think she cares about Golden Sun because she, she was cares, probably but, two but, when it came out. Listen, oh man, listen, listen. I I think that good candidates for them would be something would be simpler. 
Um, so maybe like a wave race, uh, 1080 snowboarding. These are games that you can adapt. I think that would work well um, on the Switch. But yeah, I, I somewhat agree with Nate, but I think that Nate's a little bit too hard on them um, when it comes down to it overall. But I think forever, they've got something. Obviously, they've got something because otherwise you wouldn't be, you know, all these companies wouldn't be wanting to go to them. So it's almost like, Nate, you know, you get better at your job, right? Remember when you first started like, 20 years ago, whenever you first started doing journalism, when you first started, were you as good as you are now at this point? No, but... See? I'm not, I'm not oh. forever entertainment. <laughs> they might be I'm fast just, learners. I'm like, just saying. Gotta be they, something. I mean, they've been nobody here is as good as, But nobody here is as good. As a, even We've been doing this for years. We, nobody's as good. You get better and better. Even in year 10, year 11, year 12, whatever you go, you get better. MVG, you know this as well. You've been doing stuff for a long You get better and better each time. So let's just at least give them an opportunity. The only way I can see Forever Entertainment actually producing a quality project with a Nintendo IP is because Nintendo is going to have classic Nintendo oversight. But here's they're the going to look at it and say, no, I'm, this is terrible. Go back and fix this. Sega was very hands off of Panzer Dragoon. And all of a sudden we get this thing that is, oh, the aiming reticule is completely off. Oh, the aiming is wrong. Oh, the only thing good about the game at launch was the soundtrack. Here's the thing. Oversight on it. Here's the thing, Nate. You are judging Forever Entertainment, the publisher. You're not judging Forever Entertainment, the developer. So if Forever Entertainment is publishing games and they also they also published um Thief Simulator, which is one of the best on sale games to buy and then it's published 17 flow ripoffs. That's fine. But what I'm saying is as a development and studio, Timber. they've only made two games. They've made two games. They made Sparkle Four Tales, which I don't even know what the hell that is, and Panzer Dragoon. <laughs> and now is they it, have the House of the Dead remake in the world. the sequel to Farkle? <laughs> Should do be. not do not talk bad about that they'll come for you um <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah like i mean there there has to be a reason <laughs> it could just be workforce related maybe they have a lot of a it's lot of likely i would say it's likely due to budget is nintendo could look at them and say hey we want an punishment 64 and hd how much can you do it for we can do it for like two hundred thousand bucks here That'd you go awesome. here's half a million dollars make it happen isn't that what we want I will say that um, I'm very concerned about House of the Dead. Like, they got to get those controls figured out. I don't know how they're going to do it, honestly. Like, I'm, I've been trying to figure out the, how they're going to do it. And Did you read the review? No. I mean, the, 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 review, the interview. The interview, the interview. Go on. Hold on. I think I they're going to give... Why don't they do... Why don't they just do something like Excite Truck? Yeah. Go ahead and do that. It's fine. It's a good look game. At there Advance, you go. Look enough. at Advance Wars. It, they, WayForward's doing Advance, War, Advance Wars. And does that, that's not like a multi-gazillion dollar budget. And it looks, people that are excited for it will buy it and pick it up. If it doesn't well, sell, WayForward it doesn't has a reputation of actually quality releases. I'm just saying like in general, in terms of just like, it doesn't have to be this big budget type of crazy. No, it can just be the same game that people love and then you add some stuff yeah. to it and... That's why I was thinking it's something with like lower expectations for it to come out. Like Excite Truck, people would be like, oh, that's okay. That could be fun, but they're not this like... This is Nintendo. This, this is, is Golden Sun. <laughs> this is Nintendo. Anything that has one of their IPs attached to it is going to inevitably lead to a hype cycle. And when Forever Entertainment puts out another mediocre release, people no matter really what the IP is, excited. even if it's Geist, people, people are, are really hyping Excite Truck like that. 
Excitetrop is a fantastic game. It was a really good Wii launch game. It was, and I'm saying that was uh, a long time ago. I don't know if people are going to be hyping up Excite Truck getting poured into the Switch like that. And I, I mean, that's probably a cheaper and easier test for them to give forever than some crazy big IP. I have to go to the restroom, but I will leave you with this question. You know, if they're looking at smaller Nintendo IPs that, let's be realistic, you know, not a lot of people talk about anymore. Why did they just do the Metroid? <laughs> <laughs> Oh God. I saw that one coming. <laughs> is this checkmark making him more douchier than normal? I mean, I, I just, I'm not sure. It's that checkmark power. Yeah, I mean, I'm douchey myself, so I mean, oh, I'm not, I'm not trying to be hypocritical here, but I mean, checkmark power. The only way, I mean, Nintendo has to have great oversight on these projects. Yes, I would assume they, they'll be, they'd that, be on it. That could help them lead to success with the releases because Nintendo is going to tell them to go back to the drawing board and to fix every problem before Nintendo will give the stamp of approval. That could be the saving grace here. It might actually make forever better as well. <laughs> if Nintendo's um, like cracking down on them and like do this, this, and this, they might be like, oh, okay, well, maybe we'll remember that for the next project. But that's the thing, like right now, I would not just have blind faith that Forever Entertainment is going to do a bang up job on any Nintendo IP. I don't have okay. blind faith. I'm just saying, let's give them a shot. I mean, it's better than nothing. This is what people have been crying about. Why don't you just bring back this, bring back this, bring back this? Okay, this, there's a cheap way because Nintendo's not going to put like $10 billion into freaking Golden Sun or into Excite Bots or Excite Trucks. So if they can get it done for a decent price and people can enjoy it, and it's like an HD port. How do you mess up an yeah. HD port? Like, as Konami. <laughs> what did they do? Which which one are we talking about? Silent, Silent Hill. Hill. Silent. Oh well, Silent yeah, they messed that up. Bad. But yeah, <laughs> but I'm just I, saying, most of the time they don't mess it up. And Sega kind of messed up Nocturne a little bit here and there. Not not as bad, but like most of the time they turn out all right. They turn out pretty good. So you know, it's better than nothing. I mean, right? it could be a good partnership if it if it works out, and if it doesn't, like you said, Nate, they're probably not going to lose too much money doing it. So no, it's, like, it's definitely a low end investment of just. It's going to be a low-end investment with a low-tier IP, and if they do well with it, great. We could potentially have a new way to play what would otherwise be a vacated IP, and that's where something like Sin and Punishment maybe fits the bill. Treasure is basically defunct. We haven't heard anything from them in recent history, so maybe you, you know give I... them Sin and Punishment 2 from the Wii, a game that about 12,000 people bought. It's one of the best shoot 'em ups mm. ever made. If you can HD that for a relatively cheap price and Forever Entertainment mm -hmm. for some reason can handle that project. So hey, then Forever's going to be working with Sega, Square, and Nintendo all at the same time with different projects. That seems like a lot. I mean, these they, these companies see something in them, so why not root for them to give them a chance? Yeah. yeah, I guess. they must. I mean, there must be something with Forever that a lot of people don't see right now because they can't see maybe the inner workings at but maybe they're extremely efficient i don't know yeah i mean i think it goes back to what oj said that they must have some some interesting tech you know that that is appealing right um whether that is some way to hdfi older games um you know maybe it's something to do with that but they, yeah. they definitely have something that has made these companies interested in partnering with them for sure but they have the have they actually HDified any old game? Panzer Dragoon was a remake. It wasn't just HDified. I told you they did Sparkle Four, <laughs> and they did what, that what HDified. What's that? Those well, are the mean, only two games that they've ever made. Who made Who made the horrendous um, 
the the female spy game. What? Perfect. It was a Square Enix IP. Uh, oh, that's um, I never talking about that's uh, Fear Effect. Said, yeah, said they made that, that horrendous that. Yeah, Fear Effect. That. It was one of the no, worst no, games they ever made. It. They published it. They did not make it. Who developed it? I'll look that, right now. Wasn't that like an indie type of it project thing that they? It was a small project. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, sushi. Okay. Sushi. Sushi. Mr. S U S H E E. And before before Fear Effect said that, they did Goetia. It's only two games. Oh, it's a household name. All right, cool. <laughs> let's uh, let's go over to some of these super chats here. Lars says it seems like Sony has already forgotten the lesson they learned in the Xbox 360 era and underestimates how big a threat Microsoft will be in two to three years when Game Pass slash xCloud is everywhere. Maybe. Mm. I mean, it's going to I feel like in about a year to year and a half, Microsoft's going to be starting to really roll. So. Uh, I, th- I think it'll be very interesting at that time. They just slow start because they just bought a bunch of studios and they had to just start up. So, but I, you've mentioned before, Nate, by 2023, Microsoft's going to look a whole lot different. So, yeah, it's when the bowl really gets rolling for them. It's when we're going to yeah. see more of their projects. I mean, by 2022, we'll probably see Avowed, but you're moving into 2023, you're going to see the game from Avalanche. You're probably going to see Fable or Perfect Dark. I, I mean, mean, we all late saw 2022 is really where they really start to get that momentum going with Starfield and I mean, yeah. they have big things planned in 12 months. We all saw now. what, what Forza Horizon five looked like. And the, that's the same studio that's going to, that's making Fable right now. So it's like, you kind of look at that and their yeah. ability to create an open world. And you start to think a bit more about a next generation only or Xbox series only Fable. I could look pretty, pretty ridiculous. So, and this is from, Romero saying with Nice supporting pretty much everything except for the Xbox, what does Microsoft have to do to get those games? Give them money. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Here's here's money. All right. It's just not a high priority. For, I mean, they don't really need, you know, trails of all these different games. Like the, the Xbox space just isn't there. Xbox will still get the big you know, the big, they'll get the Scarlet Nexus. They'll get all the stuff that's a bit more popular coming out of Japan for the most part. If Sony doesn't buy it, you know, outright or like doesn't pay for it. But, you know, they'll, they'll get the other things. They'll get Monster Hunter, you know, so they'll, they'll be OK with that. Aries says, can you guys shut down this BS narrative about Metro Dread not being worth six dollars just because it's not an open world interactive movie or whatever? I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't seen as many people talk about that anymore. I feel like that argument's kind of fizzled out a bit. Well, well, there's been some videos that are circulating people saying that they've looked at it and they can tell by the engine that it's not a, it's not worth $60. So there's just been other videos people have been what? making. I, by the yeah. engine? What engine What's is it really engine? on? What's yeah, the engine? It, that's exactly what I said on my stream. It was like, what, oh. what, what engine does it run on? Oh, so, I, mean, I thought, I they, I thought they legitimately, this... I thought they figured out what engine it was running on. No, they, they don't know what engine it's running on. Oh. Nobody knows that right now. Just, unless Nintendo I mean, knows. Honestly, but... even if it was using Game Maker... Um, it would still be worth sixty if it's it's a fully fledged game. I mean, yeah, we, the engine has zero to do with whether it's know, a sixty dollars game. We don't know that much about Metroid Dread if you think about it. Like, we're you can look at Mario Golf and be like, okay, there's thirty reviews, and we can look through it and see. But like, we don't know how long Metroid Dread is or or anything really. We don't even know what kind of gameplay mechanics are maybe further into the game at this point or what they uh, added versus yeah. previous Metroid games. So I think. I think this is a conversation we could have after reviews drop or at least previews or just something that gives us an idea of or the a game. more in yeah, something yeah. more in like depth. if they come out and they're like it's a three hour game, I'll be like, mm, 
I don't think they showed us two thirds of the game on Treehouse. All right, <laughs> but uh, that's the thing. We'll just have to, like I mean, Samus Returns was was a, a, I would say a, a longer two D Metroid game technically. What's that? I, it's like eight to ten hours or something like that. So I feel like this one will probably be longer than that even. So it's hard just hard to say right now. Everyone's just kind of looking at visuals and it being two D. Some of the some of the um, details, though, are pretty impressive. I've seen a lot of those on Twitter where people were zooming in and looking at the animations of, like, Samus, like, putting her hand on, like, the background kind of when she's going to shoot down, like, an alleyway, and it looks looks really impressive. Um, so there's a lot of attention to detail there that Mercury Steam has. Mm-hmm. Celtiverse says, the Switch looks horrific on my LG CX. Should I get a an M cable? Would it make no. that much of a difference or just wait nope. for the Switch Pro? Do not you're get probably, an M cable. You're probably gonna want to wait for some sort of this whatever this 4K revision that Majizuki keeps. HAC 001-02. Whichever one might, does 4K. You you also might want to adjust your settings a bit, yeah. like on a input that's just on the switch, right? So mm-hmm. adjust it for that. You might be using like your Xbox or PlayStation. I noticed that once I actually tuned mine, it looked a lot better, but it really shouldn't look bad. Like the game shouldn't look horrible on your LG CX, to be honest. So you might want to do some tinkering with it. Smoke says, I still have Tony Hawk and an N-Gage. Wow. (laughs) But that's a good version. (laughs) T-Joe says, what are the chances of us PC players getting Halo 5 before Infinite? I I don't think Halo 5 is going to be... I don't don't think they care that much about it anymore. I think it's full speed ahead on Infinite. Um, As it should be. Yes. Yes. Roy says, just got Bayonetta. Shantae Pirate Curse and The Messenger physical. Any recommendation for good and rare Switch games? Rare? If yeah, you can get your hands on Xenoblade Chronicles 2 or Xenoblade Chronicles 2 Torna, Cooking those Mama. are both Cooking, Cooking Mama. Mama. There's also, <laughs> I think, a future rare game is going, or a game that's not going to be Astral Chain, if you can get your hands on that. I think they're not going to print many more of those. Uh, Ease 8 Lacrimosa of Donna. <laughs> like, get any, get your hand up that game that game's rare any already. of those games that are only like made in asia but they have like the english version on it are probably good ones to get too like we just talked about that math uh the ninja gaiden collection while they're not the best come ports, in yet. no i'm still waiting mine, for it i didn't check the mail today though maybe it's there oh yours yeah, doesn't come in either okay i was gonna yeah. say my mine still has not come in Oh, no. uh, so yeah that's fun but that like stuff like that i or like the final fantasies that they put physically on the switch yes yeah if, if you can get your hand like final fantasy maxima final fantasy uh 10 10 2 mm-hmm. all that final fantasy get 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 those two one of them that's cheaper i think that's going to become rare later like final fantasy 12 also yes, like I, yeah, I can the, see that. yeah and that one's yep. cheap right now so pick that one up now and it's a good game you know so yeah this is Christian saying, any American McGee fans, EA might bring back Alice. I heard that guy was working uh, on it, I thought. American McGee was working on the Yeah, wasn't the there follow-up. a Kickstarter or something about yeah. that? We talked about that like last week or the week before or something. Okay. Uh, Holgrain says, what game do you all think will sell more, Hollow Knight Silk Song or Metroid Dread? Firstly, I've never had as much fun with a Metroid game as I had with Hollow Knight. Still going to play both. Hollow Knight, because it'll be a multi-plat. Yeah, it'll be on PC as well, yeah. Is it just on PC and Switch? I, right I figured it was going to be on PC and Switch, right? Or are they going to go everywhere with Silk Song? Uh, might go everywhere. Okay. It's also going to sell... Le- oh, all right, well, I guess if you go buy copies, it'd probably be Hollow Knight, and then if you go by revenue, it could be Metroid. Metroid would probably be twice the price. 
Yeah, Soul Song's only gonna Soul Song's probably make what thirty dollars probably for that game. Probably. I mean, they could probably get forty for it if they wanted with the hype around it. But like a physical, bucks. a physical forty dollar edition. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, I assume they'll do a whole special edition for. It. I mean, I would oh, hope yeah, they I'll, do. I'll, yeah, I'll buy yeah. a special edition for that. Oh, that yeah. game, you know, whenever it does reappear at some point. Rascal says, "When are we going to see MVG's remaster of Ski Sniper on Game Builder Garage?" That's mm. a damn good question. That yeah, is a great question, a actually. Great, you know what? Um, I'll I'll get on that. Nate, you gonna? We need gonna a ski sniper. Ski sniper. Game. <laughs> I'm, not, ski I'm, sniper not playing, three. I'm not playing that one. Yes, you I'll are. I need, I, need, I need you to do a comparison <laughs> on it with the You're original. Gonna add a crossbow. I can. There were a lot of different gun options in Ski Sniper. <laughs> oh gosh. There were like can. half a dozen weapons. With you could also buy like steroids, so you could lessen your senses or heighten your senses, so they would move slower or they'd move quicker, and you could pick off different shots. There's a lot of you got really deep into this game, didn't you? (laughs) I'm pretty sure Sean played it more than me. Will there be like a will there be like an Olympics version of the game? And what like you shoot like (laughs) Sonic going down the ski? (laughs) No, you you shoot Blue Man. I still need to pick up that that uh the tokyo olympics game that just mm. came out i'll do that <laughs> i want to i want to play as sonic in various strange olympic events like boxing where it's just very clearly a man dressed in a sonic suit yeah it's awesome dude this is Look, from... it's already on sale for 33 dollars on the switch let's go this, boys this, this just is came from... out <laughs> look i'm not here to argue with amazon this is this is is a prime ship too. Yes, sir. Oh, what, what's what, he what game is this? Sorry, uh, estimated delivery Monday. What game uh, is this? Uh, Tokyo Olympics 2020, where you can play as Sonic oh. the Hedgehog. There's boxing. <laughs> there's basketball. There's football. Yep. Uh, this is from. You just say. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so hold on. Good. Hold on. Yeah, I hear you guys talk about soccer all the time. No, Nate, football. Nate and MVG. I hear guys talking about that. I mean, yeah, Nate, you, you head out to too many games. Bring that soccer ball. I'll show you I what's what. I could play soccer. I watch soccer. Yeah, I'll show so you what's what. <laughs> Euro 2020 is on right now. Yeah. In uh, 2021. I mean, that's how good Euro 2020 is. It transcends years. Mm. Weird. Why didn't they just change the year date? Shut up, Sean. Bothers <laughs> me. Yeah, it's well, a good question, really. This is a <laughs> this is a question from Wolf asking, "What do you guys think of the Amico television coming out?" It is a console. What do you think, do you think RGT? Well, no, it, you have to. If you're not positive about it, you are a terrible person who's going to hell and will be raked across coals and stabbed with a pitchfork. That's what I think of it. Yeah, I, I think- have. Uh, yeah, I, I was yeah. going to say, I think the Amico is an interesting system. I think the people that are involved in developing and designing the Amico believe in it. And I, you know, I have nothing but respect for that. But for me personally, I think the system is overpriced. And How much is it? It's $249, $250. Okay. Yeah. Trump change MVG for you. Okay. What are you talking about? Right well, now? I mean, it's not really about that. It's really more about what it's being you know, competing with, right? Because, I mean, the Switch Lite is a cheaper system. The Switch is, a, it's $50 more. Um, the Xbox Series X is 299 So it's really up there with, with kind of just those systems. So for me, I don't think it's really worth the money at the end of the day. But, hey, um, 
I'm interested to see when the system comes out. Have what you the game? The controller? Everything. Have you have you played the controller with? Yourself? I've I have not. No. So how do you know it's not worth the the money then? Well, I mean, based on what we've seen so far, it doesn't seem like it's worth Did the money. Did you play the games? I have not played the games. What's the, oh yeah, what games are on there? Do we you, can play, uh, you can actually play some of the game demos on your PC, um, like uh, Astro Smash, if you want to. If you want to do that. What did what did you just Astro Smash? Yeah, Astro Smash. I'll check it out. I see. See, I just don't understand the pricing structure of this piece of hardware. You're coming in at two fifty, which I would call is at the premium price of hardware for games that are being priced at low budget. Of I believe the cap is what ten dollars. Yeah, it just doesn't add up to yep. me. You're selling a two hundred fifty dollar piece of hardware for ten dollar games. If the hardware was coming in at maybe one fifty, maybe even a hundred dollars. That pricing structure makes more sense, but as the marketing stands right now, it feels as though it's an overpriced piece of hardware with games that have very limited appeal. I understand couch co-op and you know for family fun. I get that. And some of these games do have that type of draw to them. But I think pricing the hardware at such a high of 250 is a high hurdle for them to overcome. Me, and the game variety it. simply isn't there yet, especially when you see titles like Finnegan Fox. Does it's it have Fox family force on a Nintendo Switch? You can already play that type of game, well, and yes, improved visuals and slight changes with the controller. Yeah, didn't they also it's, say it's there were less not characters the same game, and no content. online or something? Did, yeah. yeah, there's no, there's no online. Yeah, they, 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 said, no they online, said the extra characters no... were taken out as well, right? It was just yeah, the base. So yeah, this is just screaming Arkham City Wii U edition to me, where it's like we added an armor set, new game, different content. No, it's not. It's the same content I've played. You just change things very slightly. Yes, given the price is very affordable, but that initial investment for the hardware itself just seems it should a be too much. And it I'm should being, be significantly cheaper. Yeah, because so how me, much should it be? A hundred and fifty. It should be something. It should be something that you could go and you see it. Because let's be realistic. You could you could do a lot of marketing for this, but it's not going to get it traditional marketing. This is something that I feel would be an impulse buy. And if you go mm. somewhere and you see this and you're like, oh, you know, that looks kind of interesting. Oh, 150 bucks comes with a, ga a couple games or something like that. Yeah, that's kind of cool. You know, maybe we'll pick it up. I think beyond an impulse buy thing, it gets very, very difficult because $250 is not an impulse buy. And especially mm -hmm. when you're comparing it to other systems that are on the market that are competitively priced alongside of that. Yeah, but I, I would also wonder as a developer, if you have to price your games at such a low price point, you have, and we know this is going to be very limited in amount of production runs. How are you getting paid? Because already pricing your games at $10 on a base of, let's be real, less than 100000 What's your motivation to give this platform an exclusive? That's the, that's the concerns that I have in the questions. And Tommy Tellerico did tweet me back today and said there's different types of revenue splits and different options for different developers. Um, but he didn't really go into more detail than that. But I mean, here's the hard facts. If you're making an exclusive Amico game, um, they're probably paying you a sum of money to build that game. I'm not saying they're, they're sending you the entire bag, but they're, they're, they're incentivizing you to make an exclusive game. But the question then is, how much, how are you going to get your return on investment in that if you're making an exclusive game that you can't publish on other systems? That seems a little heavy handed for me, you know, that you are making mm -hmm. an exclusive game for a very, very niche system and you don't have the ability to then, you know, publish that elsewhere I mean, on the Switch, for example. 
I think that is, um, you know, it's a question that I have that I'm still not really, you know, clear on at the end of the day. Okay. You can go to Alcatraz. It says, when do you think we will start to see progress with PS4 and Xbox One emulation, or is it still way too early? Still too early. I know there is an there's a PS4 emulator that's in early stages of being oh, built right now. Interesting. Um, very very early. I mean, um, not even like booting into the BIOS or anything like that. But there is work being done. As far as an Xbox One emulator, I haven't heard anything about anything like that. Um, and in many ways, you know, um, building an Xbox One emulator doesn't really seem like it's that urgent anymore because first of all a lot of these games just run on a pc anyway um you know microsoft is obviously doing that with a lot of their games and yeah i mean it's not really the same thing as like the 360 where it's a different architecture and everything you know yeah the ps4 i assume the ps4 emulator has a lot more interest from the community and because of a lot yeah. of those games being stuck on that system so uh matthew says excited for monster Hunter stories 2 is the story so important that i should pick up one before playing two I feel there's going to be a like a recap at the start of the game because nobody nobody picked up Monster Hunter Story. Just kind of run you through it real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hold up. People did play Monster Hunter Stories 1. It got an iOS got an iOS version which in Android and the 3DS version I think did did not didn't do horrible. Uh, like let's, let's, let's take a look at that. Let's take oh, a look. Let's take a look. <laughs> Monos sold a, a whopping 309,000 copies. Yeah, 300,000 copies, baby. That's cash money for that type of game. <laughs> It'll sell better on the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> but, and, and honestly, it, it looks uh, visually, so far from what I play, it looks, looks pretty solid. looks good. So pretty happy with how it's, how it's turned out, at least from the demo so far. Mono says, did anyone purchase an N64 digital for MVG? If given the opportunity, would you be interested in interviewing Stephen Lee? GameCube, Wii, Birch Console, N64 dev one day. Um, yeah, I think that'd be kind of cool, actually. And I didn't get a N64 digital. Uh, I would love to get one, though, because I still the... don't have an H. It's the other HDMI solution. That's For the Ultra HDMI and that. Yep. Got yep. it. Yeah, yep. I kind of want to get one of those, too. Just to, I mean, I already have Ultra HDMI, but just to try to install that one, see if it's any different or harder, or easier, how it's progressed from there. Because uh, Ultra HDMI is phenomenal. Like, yeah. It is a very nice piece of hardware to have. Every so. time, every time uh, I see it, I just get jealous because I've got the Super sixty four thing, which is oh really yeah, good. yeah. It just it just looks a bit blurrier, unfortunately. The the Ultra HDMI just has a super clean image for the sixty four. Uh, this is from Nitz saying wanted to shout out Nate and MVG on their awesome podcast. Much love and keep up the great work. Thank you. Yep. Nate, you gave that donation to yourself. <laughs> Too cheap for that. I don't know how super chats work. Damn, he says now that SMT is on the top charts, how many units do you think it'll sell? I personally think it's 1.5 million to 2 million. Probably somewhere in that range. Yeah, I don't, well, know, I don't know how well I mean, they usually sell. Top, wait a minute. If it's on top of the charts and Metroid <laughs> Dread was on top of the charts, this is obviously going to be a five plus million seller. Come on now. Plus, it has no. Japan backing it and whatnot. Yeah, but Metroid's just more. Metroid games have traditionally sold better than, you know, than SMT. Traditionally, they've sold like the better. NWO says. Tradition bites. Just gotta get. So, just gotta. Just gotta beat out Pikmin Three Deluxe, and Metroid will be okay. That it's 
going to do that. But I do think that SMT5 is definitely going to do a lot better than what you would expect. It does have Japan once again. And yeah, it is doing really well. Amazon's doing well. Japan, it's, it's going to do okay. It's going to do good. But it's still a turn-based, you know, hardcore, like hard as nails Japanese RPG at the end of the day, you know? T. Joe says, East America, Nice America brought on the group who made the, the fan translations for two of the new Trails games. I hope Nintendo takes notes and stops DMCAing everything. And if we all know, they won't. They will not stop. <laughs> I think even, I mean, they even saw Sega bring on uh, people from the community to make Sonic Mania, which ended up being a better Sonic game than they've made in a long time. So it's uh, Nintendo will DMCA and use the courtroom quite a bit. Did they did they DMC translations? Oh, uh, Nintendo. Yeah. Just uh, they like like the AM2R or whatever. Just before they had Return of Samus, uh, those kind of things. Oh, because like, like I have I played the what's that Mother Three? That's still. I mean, I still play. Oh yeah, Mother Three. They just put out a new patch for it recently too yeah, on the anniversary for it. That's good. They should they should localize it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one day, one day. One of these days. You know, if if it never gets localized, I hope whatever story happened behind the scenes for it does get out like at some point. I don't think it ever will, but that would be an interesting story to see how much like back and forth and turmoil there was behind the scenes of them. Should we put this out? Shouldn't we put this out? That kind of thing. Uh, Jason says this. This is emergency pinata alert. <laughs> Symphonic Balance says RGT bought Balan for $20. I paid $60 for day one, even, even though, uh, though if I played the demo before it released, I would have paid less. It seemed very promising. Mm. That demo really, they should have not put that, de that demo out, oh, right? Like, that was the worst decision they ever made. <laughs> they should have just left I would have been. I would have been dick riding that game right up until release. I would have <laughs> bought it and then I would have been pissed. But no, that was, that was. Oh, now i'm really annoyed that they put that demo because that would have been hilarious like if you were there when those reviews dro no the reviews didn't even come out till after balan released right mm, you're right they didn't send out i don't think they sent out review copies until they the day it they, came out yeah they didn't send out review you couldn't even really get one you know because like i i have contacts with screen i couldn't even get one dude i could picture like sean in his room playing the game and like trying to come to terms with how bad it is while he's playing it trying to like convince himself that it's not as bad as it looks uh that now i'm really annoyed that they put that demo out that would have been funny although then i wouldn't have that for the the metroid bet because you've already just you probably would have beat it on your well i don't know you think you would have stopped that game halfway through i would have i would have lost my mind i feel i lost my mind on the demo do you know you know what's crazy to me about the demo though is they had to spend time working extra on that demo to get it out yeah, like, like the demo didn't just happen. They were like conscious decision, spend months developing this demo and put it out. <laughs> it's like, oh, that, that hurt him. Quest says, Weekly Watcher starting a channel. How long did it take you take once you guys decided to make a channel to finally upload your first video? Aloha, Aloha from Hawaii. Aloha. Um, I think all of our channel? stories are a little different, though. Yeah, yeah everyone's I, different. I uploaded, I, I think, a week after making the channel. There you go. I started my channel in 2007, and I was doing just crappy videos for years, and, and I only really got serious about it in, like, 2016. You know? That's when I got serious about it. That's when I, actually, that's when I made the channel. But, yeah, you get what I'm saying. It's 2016. I was doing videos on another channel, and then I started my <laughs> own channel with my own crappy videos back in 2015, and here we are six years later still making crappy videos. 
<laughs> yeah, but you're verified with a check now. Mark, yeah. Verified, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Shut up, check mark. Dreams do come true. <laughs> I think uh, I spend more time editing other people's videos now than doing my own. <laughs> so, but yeah. Uh, then we have Sack on Ten says Mercury Steam was also a, a meh developer until Nintendo got with them. There you that's, go. N- that's not true. It's not true. <laughs> what it's did they true. do before Nintendo got with them? They got they, they did Lord of Shadow. Lord of yeah. Shadows. Oh, oh, that game is yeah. No, that's that's a good game. Yeah. The the 3DS game is not bad either. That one yeah. got I think that's it's the one I liked. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like yeah. the original Lord of Shadows. I think Lord of Shadows 2, it's not all Mercury's. That's management's fault, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, that was that game was bad. Yeah. But Lord of Shadows 1, it's a God of War clone that's pretty good. And the 3DS game is pretty good. So Ilul says, anyone here has a Gen 1 Charizard? What is your most valuable game and are games a good investment? Love your stream. Keep up the great work from France. Jordan, you got that Gen 1 Charizard? In in the game itself? No, just like, like the Gen 1 Charizard, the card. Like the like a first edition? I don't have a first edition. I have a couple. You wear it around your neck? Tables. You got it around your neck right now? No, I'm not. I'm not uh. Logan Paul. I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> not yet. Uh, Keep making them iCarly vids, though. Yeah, man. I got, I got two more coming this week. Oh, there here we go. go. Oh, trending, baby. Let's go. Uh, what's uh? Oh, okay. The other part was, what's your... What's your most valuable game? Panzer from Milton. The you lovely Milton. Panzer. Yep. Shout out to Milton. Seal, John, well, not a seal. John, uh, a John, your box Chrono Trigger would be mine. Chrono I got a trigger? pretty expensive game. Am my audio good now, Evan? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Chrono, Chrono Trigger, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, I would say MVG has all these Neo Geo games. So he's, I do. I do. He wins every time we talk about valuable games. Oh, I don't know. So some of the some of the people on this on this cast probably have some high, you know, some pretty rare stuff. Mm. I mean, well, just just like nowadays, game, some little Samson or something. You don't even know like how That's much your shit is worth unless you're looking like that that Resident Evil DS shit the other day. Like I blew me. I was like, why is this a triple digit game? Like you might have yeah, some bangers I, in there, and you don't I've even realize. Got, it. I've got um complete inbox from you know when i bought back in the day metroid fusion and zero mission and i just Ooh. checked today because people were talking about how they've skyrocketed and i was like oh my god this is ridiculous yeah what about real town hero oh, oh dude, did that's, that still, that's still sealed man that's still sealed all right there we go. Spider, spider-man 32x that's that's the most expensive game that i bought i paid 300 dollars for it it's now worth 1400 jeez really yeah because they only did that's but that's actually a rare game they only printed a thousand of them that's pretty good though if it it moved up that much when you bought it for 300 uh, i mean that's one of the challenges with the thing people say what's your rarest game you can have a rare game that's worth nothing true because there's just no demand for it like i have dragon ball gt final bout on the playstation one the original run it was limited to six thousand copies in north america game's only worth like 40 bucks because it's mm. shit but i would say that's a rare playstation one game i would actually you know what i if i had that here i, I would pop that in and check it out again i mean stadium events is shit and look how much that's worth yeah, that's true yeah but okay. dragon ball gt final bout is so shit that people would like pay you pretty well, i mean spider-man 32x is fucking terrible too oh that's, that's right that's what i should have made the 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 what John, your, your mm-hmm. thing went out again. It's like, so bad the mic didn't want to hear it. <laughs> Still out. 
Well, in the meantime, while John gets that fixed, has anybody? I, I have a I have a complete inbox, little Samson. Is that game? Does that game suck? Does anybody, has anybody actually played that? No, you have a no, complete no. inbox, little Samson. Little, yeah, little, what the fuck? Do you really? Little, yeah. Oh my dude! Wow, that's money right there, and it's the a game, good game too. Yeah, the game is good. Wish you know, that's like good? four grand, right? Yeah, I wish I could swap yeah, this over like, to sold, but yeah, four grand. It's like four or average. five grand for the yeah. yeah. The, I was gonna say the the, 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 puni the, the punishment for Sean should have been, or the if he if he lost the bet for Metroid review final bout while wearing like the 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 fire shirt and like the chain and everything no. in a video. Nobody nobody should have to review Dragon Ball GT final bout. Well, that's the thing. Sean might have fun with Balan for all we know. He could have a good time. You're not gonna have a good time with final bout. No, there's no good time in that game. I mean, I Brian, got a sealed copy of the Atari re-release of Final Bout, so I could send that one to Sean. Brian says, Hideo translated from Japanese to Turkish means uh, of Karaman, which is the last name of Hassan, the head of Blue Box Games. Stop. Oil hat. Oh, my God. <laughs> Get some fresh it's, air. It's all it's all coming together. All the dots are connected. It will cook here. out. Grill a burger. <laughs> Daniel says, anyone going to Classic Game Fest in Austin, Texas? I am not. Nope. No, I've never. It seems like a lot of. I won't say that. Next, next convention is uh, that I'm going to is too many games, so that's not for a little while. Not for a bit. Dan says, "What's going on with your Yankees, Nate?" They suck. Okay, cool. Can't knowledge. They can't oh, hit. They're just they're not playing good baseball right now. They I need the All Star break to revitalize. Knowledge says just shipped my Joy-Cons Pro Controller Nintendo to fix the drift. I'm hoping my backup Pro Controller doesn't drift. $31 for Pro and Joy-Cons are free. Dragoon well, says... Pro Controllers don't have drift issues. It's just the Joy-Cons, as far as I know. Did, was there talk about Pro Controllers getting drift? They all use the same joysticks for the most part. The Xbox controllers, the PlayStation, the Pro, Switch Pro Controllers, for the most part. So they all kind of have their own drifting thing too. But it's not it's not nearly what like the Joy-Cons are. It's because the Joy-Con like mechanism for the analog stick just it's not good. It's 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 kind of lower quality and it has some faults out of the factory. So, uh, but the Pro Controller for the most part, you're going to see that way less um, hmm. than the Joy-Con. This is from Dragoon saying, have you thought of having a weekly Spawncast show where you all play a multiplayer game similar to Among Us stream a while ago? I've thought about it, but almost play Halo. Name Sean a different Cole. game. Halo 3. I offered Gears of War 5. Everyone wants to play Gears of War. Everyone wants to play Halo. Everyone wants to play Halo. If everyone wanted to play Halo, we would have done it by now. But Halo Infinite's coming up. Everyone wants to play Halo Infinite. We played Among Us. Say, Sean's already on board. I played Clubhouse games with Sean. Play some, play some Evil Dead. Yeah, man. Clubhouse games with Nate was awesome. I kicked the shit out of him. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't stream that. I, I beat you in billiards. Yeah, one game. I destroyed you and everything else. We only played like... We, I beat your ass in golf. No, you didn't. <laughs> Phil, I, hey, we got Mario, we got Mario Golf. We can play Mario Golf, right? Damn. Play that Damn. Yeah, there's Mario Golf. Wait, do they have? I didn't look yet. Do they have mini golf in this? What Mario? They have golf? Mario Go mini? Yeah, they what. have mini golf on the N64 version. I don't think so. Oh, not this one. I haven't seen it. Mm -mm. I hate this game. No. Oh no, they have like a. <laughs> <laughs> they have like a course that looks like mini golf, but I don't think it's actually mini golf. Am I going crazy? I I I'm almost positive that was an N64. I haven't played that one in a while, I but mean... I'm almost positive they had mini golf. 
in. Do we need to? Do we need someone, to? Talk someone about in the chat can remember is again? or point out, but that had yes. that one definitely had, if I remember right, like a miniature, like mini golf, and had a full course. So it was actually really fun. Um. Oh man, that's a shame. Hey, you know what? They got two years to fix it. We should be playing Friday the Thirteenth. Yes. Yeah. I'll check it out. I'll wait for Evil Dead. I'll check it out. Yeah, we might as well wait for Evil Dead now. Yeah. Yeah. David says, start using stimulating and news wave titles when. I'll look into it. I don't want to get hit by YouTube. This isn't Twitch, okay? I can't I can't use that word as much. And Philip says, SMT5 fared a bit better than Dread. The number of scalped copies on eBay is way lower. I think that means more actual fans got SMT5. Uh, everybody I that so. I know... Everybody that I know that, you know, that likes the franchise and, you know, my stream, they all said, hey, I was able to get a copy. So uh, that that was not the same with Metroid Dread. Uh, so, so. And we, and we have Chris on the cutting edge and then Nerd Crave. Then Game Knob says, any truth to the rumored dealer gaming saying Sony is in advanced talks to buy Arc Systems works? It makes sense with Sony wanting to dominate fighting. I I haven't heard anything like that, but that would be yeah. That it wouldn't that'd surprise be, me. Wouldn't surprise me if they if they did, it, and obviously that would give them I guess access to you know a great fighting game developer. I mean, Guilty Gear Strive is only PC, PS4, and PS5. So uh, also, Arc System Works apparently is working with anime companies for some reason. I think they actually use some of their engine assets in animes as like character movement or and like I've seen a few in the uh, the actual like credit rolls where you'll see their game company pop up and since sony has their hand there it might actually just be great additions yeah that wouldn't surprise me if that ended up happening yeah so we have pizza uh no message and then we have nine saying missed the beginning because of aew but I had to pop in to show some love rgt could relate i'm sure add it on the second screen nice Bringback says what are each of your thoughts on a blast corpse remakes blast core remakes port remake I there think the go. gameplay mechanics and overall concept will be received well today. Love you all. Hey, they got forever, forever, entertainment. forever entertainment. There we go. See, now we're talking. Tyler says, uh, been, oh, been binging RGT videos. Wow. Looking forward to Balan. Two thumbs up. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd Craze says, tell Sean I'll play Balan Wonderworld for him if he comes on my podcast in a chicken suit. It's not a bad deal. Andy Ackerman says juice. <laughs> just sit there and like with the controller, act like I'm playing like they do with the UFC fights on Twitch. <laughs> In a chicken suit. In a chicken suit, yeah. Andy Ackerman with the, the, the juice. Let's see Andy here. Jedi okay. says, pretty sure Metroid is having the best 35th anniversary since it's actually getting a brand new game for its anniversary. Not wrong. Matthew says, bought the M cable. Uh, Bought the M cable back when it came out and it went into my desk drawer. Shortly after, can you explain why you don't recommend it? Better option. Because it doesn't really do anything <laughs> really that great. I mean, I made a video on this and just go check it out. Like I sat there and like literally A B tested everything. Um, and I just walked away thinking this is just a waste of money. But That's it's my weird opinion. Some people really like it. I didn't people like love it. it. People yep. people on friends like Wood, Wood loves it. And I'm like, why? And he's like, oh, it makes it look so much better on my TV. And he'll show me like comparisons. Okay, it looks a little different, but yeah, I'm the same way. I did a, I did a thing. I think I did my video on the M Classic, which was yeah, the plug that's and what play, I did. Yep. and which is the same technology and whatnot. But yeah, like just I, I, 
set it up exactly how they told me to set it up. You change it, you change your switch to 720p, and then it'll upscale it. And just I, I didn't see a, a real any sort of real difference that I couldn't do. The thing of it is, it's like you can almost calibrate your television to do yep. the same sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you got the CX, I mean, we were talking about before, you know, calibrating your switch to look good on the on the CX. I mean, you can you can pretty much dial in a good TV setting to to make things look good. You don't need that that device. Mac Mega asks, will the Amico outsell the Atari VCS? <laughs> Did you know that the Atari VCS released like two days ago or something? And I'm like, I got that thing forever ago. I did not know that it just now hit store shelves. It might. Like, like that, mean, that's weird to me. It's I cheaper. Mean, it's cheaper. You know, the Amico is yeah. cheaper than the VCS. So point Cheap. for the Amico. Yeah, but yeah. the At- Atari kind of has that brand name though, doesn't it? Like, it does, but it doesn't really have any games like in the that's traditional sense. Um, the Amico, at least, I mean, I'm seeing the ESRB ratings. There are games coming out for it. So it'll have something at launch sure. that people can buy. Yep. Uh, Daryl says, besides rocket propelled grenade, what does RPG stand for? Role playing game or role playing game? Either playing a role or rolling dice, both work. All right. Ridiculous says, very excited for Sean to play Fallon Wonderland. Metroid is hitting 5 million, calling it. (laughs) Also, Nate, where is Silent Hill? Love you all. Yeah, Nate, where is it? In due time. Over 80 different costumes. Silent Hill News in 2021, not a skateboard. And all of those different uh, costumes are just basic abilities that they oh, I know. put on. Okay, <laughs> I played the demo. I was like, "What the oh, fuck? Gosh. I can't jump unless I have this costume." Okay. Sony Pony Hunter says, <laughs> "Hello, everyone. What's the next first-party PS5 exclusive to look forward to? Rift Part was a rental at best. Will Horizon Two release this year? Well." Horizon I mean, two is it's gonna cut it close. It's gonna cut it close, and really, that's all we know about for this year, right? Yeah, but Horizon two yes. is also on the on the PS4. Is this our our uh, our opposite of Xbox Killer? I think so. Yeah. So I think there's yeah, like, there's like two, a beef. There's a beef. It's like battling me. factions here. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. it. Yeah, it, it is interesting uh, to see them kind of engage here, uh, but ah, uh, I mean, Rift Apart was fun. I think I platinum it fourteen hours. I think. Is what it, it was said. a little it was a little glitchy for me and I, I got know, stuck a few times i i thought the platforming was a little dodgy at times and like i don't know i just had weird glitches like the final boss battle he just stood there at one point and i was just like okay let me shoot you and then he died and i was like okay that was a little anticlimactic <laughs> but I think it's the job done. I think the most I got stuck in like platforms, like right on the corner, kind of, and I had to jump yeah. like two or three times. Eventually, I popped out of it. I was like, that was weird. But that's just one game little game. audio glitch the whole time. That was it. For, yeah. I mean, it's still, you know, 8.5 or a 9, like yeah. gorgeous game, but does it really do all that much crazy stuff? Yeah. I felt the yeah. Rift Apart mechanic was very gimmicky, too. It was very underused. It was cool yeah. to see in real time, but it didn't. It didn't add to the gameplay. It just visually it looked great. Zi- I mean, it looked great visually. Yeah. So you could just like, zip across areas. Yeah, like it wasn't. It really. wasn't needed. It's like when yeah. you, when you first saw the game, you're like, oh, holy shit! This Rift Apart stuff is absolute. Oh god, damn it, straw man, me bros. I was hoping we would avoid that. Um, you know, it, you saw it in the trailers. You're like, oh wow, this is gonna be <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a groundbreaking mechanic. And then you play it in the game. It's like, oh. It just makes you move to a different part of the level I'm already in. Okay. You wanna you wanna you wanna 
talk about this real quick. Sean says it's, it's up here go now. Strawman Me Bro says uh, Samus Returns on 3DS and GBA Metroid on Wii U. Virtual Console are now top sellers. Looks like people are interested in Metroid now. Looking forward to Balan review. <laughs> All 13 people with their Wii U still plugged in decided to download Met. I need to see metrics of how many games <laughs> digitally in the virtual console for the Wii U are being sold. If it is over triple digits, I would be blown the fuck away. It, it's <laughs> nice to see people have an interest in it. It means absolutely nothing in the grand scheme so, of things. And yes, I understand what hype is, OJ, but we are hyping up the me- people. Because if you own if you own a Wii U, you're a fucking Nintendo diehard. Those are the only people who bought the Wii U. Would you be impressed if Nintendo dropped? We'll just say hypothetically, Sam uh, Fusion onto the Switch, and then but then it's just a a game you buy straight up, right? And it topped the charts in the Switch. Would that impress you? More so than this, yes. Okay, Okay. that would be that would be that, that would definitely be a bigger deal. Okay. That would be something that that's headline, you know, it's it's new, it's big headline newsworthy. This, come on, come on. Imagine that we're sitting here, and we're we're sitting here talking about three million copies. That means it can barely you're you're talking about it's gonna barely outsell Pikmin. It can't even sell more than Pikmin three to okay. okay. You, you want to go that route? Let's go that route because I can't win the statistic for you <laughs> oh, because no. this is all I do now is just research things like this. <laughs> did you know? Did you know that on the I, I saw somebody made a tweet today that said Metroid it was always more popular even when Pikmin was at its peak. Did you know, good sir? that Pikmin 2 <laughs> outsold Metroid Prime 2 on the Nintendo GameCube. Did you know, good sir, that Pikmin 3 <laughs> almost outsold Metroid Prime 3, where Metroid Prime 3 was on a system with 100 million install base, whereas Pikmin 3 was on a system with 13 million install base. So if you want to scale that accordingly, Pikmin 3 would have shat all over Metroid Prime 3 corruption. That I is just- some insane mental gymnastics no it's not how your ass to do that considering that metroid games on the super (laughs) nintendo sold better metroid games sold way better you want to bring up super nintendo i am glad i could give you no no i looked this up i looked this up today because this (laughs) This is what i do insane in my in my spare time okay (laughs) super metroid just the metroid prime on the gamecube still outsold pikmin and you're right low install that that was a huge that was a huge game for metroid prime it was a complete diversion from what we had seen and then ever since then because someone someone who somebody put paper mario sales statistics on my twitter and they were like well look at paper mario games they've gone up over time i'm like yeah now do it with fucking metroid they go down over time like but let's go back let's go back to super metroid super metroid i'm not reaching super metroid sold 1.42 million on the snes um Looking at, hold on, Super Nintendo game sales. Uh, here's a list of games <laughs> that outsold that. Uh, Super that Puyo Puyo. Super Puyo Puyo on the Super Nintendo outsold Metroid. Mortal Kombat 2 outsold this is Metroid. A fallacy. This Final, has nothing to do Final with what we're fight. talking about. You brought up Super Metroid. I'm just showing you games <laughs> that outsold other games Super that, Metroid oh to show you that Super that the Metroid franchise, while it is a great franchise, while all of us here love it on the cast, it does not sell well. One expectate one exception to the rule was Metroid Prime, and that was because it was a complete 
overhaul of what we had seen from Metroid. It was one, it was a game that got Game of the Year nominations. It was right up there with Halo for, for people as far as a groundbreaking experience. And then what happened? Everything went back to So to let me ask you a question. Low. Over the years of all of the virtual console release, you really think Super Metroid isn't more popular than what it, it, it shows up on, on the sales charts for the Super Nintendo? You really think that for real? Not at all. I'm just talking about on the system it released on initially. Well, and, Metro and, and, and Metroid was a very popular game because you remember Metroid on the NES was the best selling, is the best selling 2D Metroid. So it's not like this was a, a brand new franchise that nobody had ever heard of before releasing on the Super so Nintendo. You really, you really think that it's going to, you really think that Metroid, Metroid Dread is going to struggle to sell 3 million? Yes. 100%. In the first year, yes. It's going to sell 2 to 2.5 million. Right. No question asked. We'll see. We'll visit this. We'll visit this. And when we get our sales statistics, but if I'm wrong, which I doubt I am, I would be very, very surprised. January 30th, they're going to drop like 5 million units in that. So, sales okay, report. guys. So here's what we, we, this is what we've, we've learned that Pikmin three is definitely on par. Pikmin a del deluxe is on par with Metroid. That's what we've learned tonight. All right. In terms of sales, in terms of sales. Sure. We need we just we need another Metro game to come out and we gotta see that switch effect. Switch effect was even was strong enough to put push Zelda to the next level, so didn't do much bad. Oh, what about Xenoblade? Push Xenoblade to the next level? But, okay, what did Xenoblade do on the Switch? It barely it did over two million. It that uh, it's a hundred percent increase over its best selling one on the Wii, which but this is wait, 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 wait a minute. Oh, oh over two mil only over two million this is a game that everyone loves everyone loved the wii version they loved it on the GT. 3ds you're and having they, trouble they, understanding Shulk, oh god shulk makes my nipples hard he's you're, my uh, favorite character yeah they don't have trouble over. understanding the switch effect i think that's where the, the problem is mm, that's interesting it's not about the amount it's the fact that it got more popular a lot more popular a hundred percent increased more popular not the total amount yeah two million isn't amazing like oh my gosh it's not but it's way more popular than what it was because of the switch i think that's where that's where we clash that's that's where it is i think that's where well, the issue is we will we will say we will say it's going to come in at three million and one copies and I sean mean, pushed it, it over with his two copies and if it does it does i just i just don't see it happening you're underestimating sean you're underestimating your own channel and YouTube, I, I know Fire Emblem, but like I always say, Fire Emblem had the benefit of Japan, where Metroid does not have the benefit of Japan, because since the Famicom Metroid, Japan does not give a shit about Metroid. Just Now's a good up. time to turn it around. Now's a good time to turn it around. Doing pretty good so far on the charts. Let's, let's see how they like that. Now's that, a good that, time. Uh, We'll they like once, 2D Metroid though. So once the initial once the initial fans of Metroid and initial you know Nintendo diehards buy the game, how many other people will be coerced? That mainstream to buy? mainstream what needs the, to come in. What the hell is this guy commenting on? This guy writes, "RGT is right. Nate, get ready to eat crow." <laughs> he even said anything. <laughs> yeah, you eat it, Nate. You get yeah. ready, Nate. Eat that crow. Nate, Nate's kind of like in the middle on this whole thing because I think even Nate's like I, I don't know it might maybe not Shit, his, his name was like right Jude in the tube, sorry <laughs> evidently I didn't say Jew <laughs> but I'm, I'm part Jewish so it's fine I learned that a, like a year yeah, ago recently discovered and yeah, you're verified yeah I'm verified come on <laughs> uh, this is uh, Eternal saying RGT's hopes for the best uh, bet rest in Nintendo only sharing physical sales no, it doesn't. 
I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable with saying that the game is not going to sell three million in the first year. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't. I don't care. I if he's wrong, he has to play a video game. Yeah, wrong, <laughs> I have to play, play that one. I just want to see you play Balan personally. I just want to see you play it. That's 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 my whole push for this. Is just I just want to see you play Balan. That's that's it. Game Tour says if Metroid Dread sells more than five million in the first year, RGT has to upload a mukbang video. It has to eat, and the audience yeah, determines how spicy. You know, and that interesting. That, I I actually like spicy food now. I used huh. to not like them, but I was I lived with a friend for a couple months because i was in a shitty living situation and his family was like obsessed with spicy food like one of his friends you know how like you get the uh crushed red pepper flakes well, mm. one of the one of the yeah. uh my friend's dad he made his own he called them doobie flakes and like <laughs> all the family would always eat you know you'd put the doobie flakes on there and they would just like look at me if i didn't do it so i started doing i started putting them on there and i was like wow i actually like these i actually like spicy to get crushed red pepper not the flakes just get crushed red pepper what do you mean like an actual pepper that's crushed yeah it's like it looks like a salsa <laughs> okay you never just had genuine crushed like, red it's, it's just it's crushed red west it, yeah it's just crushed red pepper called, i think it's just called crushed red even not like i think that's like one well, but like doobie flakes yeah. have a good name <laughs> bring back says if you have both a series x ps5 and a switch which was worst day one balan wonder world or cyberpunk 2077 also shout out to oj nothing but love for you all Probably Cyberpunk was worse yeah, since that had some serious issues in terms of being able to just complete the game. What were the options? Again? Balan or Cyberpunk? Cyberpunk. Fernando says, I need that RGT karate story that he mentioned two weeks ago. Oh, it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, basically, so in eighth grade, like me and my friend were just like absolute shitheads and like we hated everyone. And there was like this, this click of like, kind of popular like kind of ghetto like white kids and like one of them was like 16 and still in eighth grade i remember his name was james and he had like a really thick mustache and like so we started shit with them and so our parents got really concerned because like james could obviously drive a car because he was 16 so like these kids would like pull up to our houses and stuff and like try to fight us so they put us in karate and I remember my mom signed me up for 10 lessons. And I was like, this is stupid. I don't want to do it. And so she was like, no, you need to do it. You need to learn some self-defense. I was like, dad can teach me self-defense. It'll be more interesting. <laughs> but no, so I did this karate thing. And for some reason, like, I think it was, the, it was either the first or the second lesson. Like, we started sparring. And so they put me up with, like, this 40-year-old guy. And he's, like, sparring with me. And we had just learned, like, like you cup your hand, like, you... you you hit it in the side of the head like for the temple and so he kept like doing it very lightly to me i'm like all right man chill out i understand you know just you don't have to actually hit me you know i'll, I'll do a little guard thing and like he hit me and it, like almost like almost like full force i felt because i was kind of talking back to him and i got really pissed and like ripped my gi off and like threw a chair and just sat outside until my mom came and picked me up and then i was like i'm not going back and she was like but i paid for 10 lessons you've only done two i was like i don't give a shit i'm not going back and i never went back so <laughs> she wasted her money so so he hit you in the side of the temple with a chop and that was yeah it. like like that's what they've been learning like I was like, yo, chill out. And he just went, Bat. and I was like, nope, I ain't doing this. Like, cause I'll get some, I'll hit you with a chair, or stab you with a knife. Gosh. Uh, <laughs> Alejandro says, any information on VRR on PS5 and when are they going to let us upgrade the M2 SSD? We got nothing on that. 
Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? I'm, that, there was a report for a little while that they were going to have an update over the summer, but that's like yep. legitimately any time now over the next two months. So they need to do something about that M2 drive. I mean, we, it's it's ridiculous now that you can't add storage to the PS5. It has been a while. It has been a bit. So I hope they have that figured out soon. But oof. Victor says, Jordan, what's what's your hope for features in Pokemon Arceus? Um, it's it's a long like want list, but it's really just kind of wait and see what they're actually going to put in this game. I really hope it just honestly lives up to what they're showing about these dynamic battles. I think that's been the biggest thing. I hope the open world is fleshed out. I hope, obviously, that it's more than five frames per second of Pokemon in, in the in the yeah. open world. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have like any specific like this needs to be in here. Um, voice acting would be cool, but it's in Pokemon games at this point. It's I, I never would expect it. Um, but that's something that I think would help the game just to be a little more interesting from the other Pokemon games. Okay. Eric says almost 3000 people watching this excellent content. Hit the like button. Thank you, Eric. Luke says I'm living for this Metroid dread trash talk. DPS. DPX solo says I want to see a spawn cast fighting game with every previous guest as a fighter. Also is OJ on the spawn cast tonight. That was $5. OJ is here. Got Fernando, pinata, I got my pinatas in the back. Don't worry about that, guy. <laughs> Fernando says, uh, can, can Mr. Hate close out the show and top it off with a fire banjo impression? He's got Mr. now. What? Mr. Hate. Do Mr. I have to Hate. close it out as banjo? Yep. Uh, I don't know. Which banjo, though? Can he do the one from, like, Diddy Kong Racing where it was, like, a, a weird southern <laughs> guy? Oh, banjo! <laughs> Before it says happy. No, don't you remember all the all the yeah, characters like yeah. Diddy, like uh, conquer? I conquer. It's like what? You're not yeah, conquer. Yeah, with a I'm banjo. Yeah. Ford says Abby is a better golfer than Mario. Yes. Yeah. Tjo mm-hmm. says I I think you missed this earlier, but why does Nintendo love DMCAing fan projects as opposed to Nice America bringing on the Trails fans translators for two of the new games? Because Why does Nintendo it, love DMCA because it's Nintendo. That's yeah, what they do man. They DMCA IPs and properties that are used in like unofficial projects, mostly because they don't know what people are going to do with those characters. So they're pretty they're pretty serious about that, and uh, they also obviously go after the ROM sites and all of this that even just use like Mario and Bullet Bill on their website because it's like related to piracy and all of that. So Nintendo's pretty serious; they don't mess around with that kind of yeah, thing. Apparently, if you use people's brand characters and they don't say anything you start to lose control of it in some circles and like legal situations so they want to make sure they have a tight grip on that i'm not messing around with it shinru says dead space one and two remaster when ea do it cowards yeah they they, rumor is a reimagining i guess at uh, the end of the month i think those games still hold up maybe one could benefit from Hmm. a little bit more polish now but two two still holds up pretty well i played through it the other year it's still pretty good Nintendo Derek says RGT should also review the Balan book. There's a book. There's a oh, I think it's like a, a book of Balan. <laughs> Isn't it a uh, like a they said it wasn't book? real? Interesting. Arrow says, "Are you guys into collecting vinyl records?" No, I'm not. No, I have some, but I'm not really. I hang out at a cafe that sells them. They're cool. 
Corey says, did any of you play Fanstar Online for GameCube or Dreamcast Online back way back when? I played it on the original Xbox, yes, actually. You betcha. I played it on Dreamcast. With the yeah, I, played it on, I played it on GameCube. Mm. I played it on GameCube with the... I had to track down one of those adapters. Yeah, I couldn't, yeah. couldn't find one, man. Like, hard, hard, I couldn't, couldn't find one, yes. couldn't find one. Then I finally found one across town, and it was $70, dude. They're still hard to find now. <laughs> That's how you can do You can do a system like with Mario Kart. Yeah. Oh, that was, uh, by the way, System Link with Mario Kart, Double Dash is one of the greatest, two people on each cart is one of the greatest experiences ever. Like to pl like play co-op, it's, it's phenomenal. Jeremiah says, RGT is getting a free copy of Prime 4 when Metro Dread sells 5 million in five years. <laughs> there you go. A man of culture. King says, would a Ratchet and Clank third, <laughs> would, a, would a Ratchet and Clank third person shooter work? Probably. <laughs> Kind of, it kind it of is. Isn't it kind of? I was like, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was looking at this. I'm like, I think he means like a like a like a Uncharted or like Returnal third person shooter, like a tight or over like, the shoulder, or like, yeah, okay. over the shoulder. Or okay. Returnal's not really that. I don't know. I mean, you'd I mean, have to lose the platforming. Yeah, we kind of get ratchet knowing that we're just going to be running and gunning and not reloading anything and just arcadey fun. So I don't, I don't know. I think it's I don't like know mass, if... mass Effect, like mass, like mass, yeah, Mass Effect style third person shooting. Or something. Yeah, because that also relies a lot on the story that they're trying to tell. And I just the ratchet like story just isn't that deep. So <laughs> it's yeah, ratchet, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't think that work. Like that would make it like and he doesn't like be able to like, run around and do like all the other stuff that he does. So. Big says, if RGT is wrong, he should have to wear a jester hat. Mm -hmm. And when I'm right, I'll have my crown, scepter, and robe. Too well. <laughs> Steven, oh, this is Hellman saying, has anyone checked Google Trends Metroid? I have not. Might not be a bad idea to check that, see how much is going up. Steven says, RGT gets a check mark, and now he knows all. <laughs> I've always known all. Shinru says, should Pokemon use an active time? Uh, battle system. I think the new um, one is. That's what it looks like. That's what Arceus looks yeah. like it's using, right? Yeah. yeah. So it looks like anyway from what we saw with those uh, those trailers. Let me go around here as we finish up. Let's start with uh, the newly verified Sean, RGT85. Where can everyone find you? Find me on RGT85 on YouTube, especially on Twitter. Verification. A um, couple videos you might want to check out, like the thing we talked about earlier with Forever Entertainment, some franchises that Nintendo should bring back with them. Um, I made a video today talking, oh yeah, I made a video today talking about um, Tony Hawk, Ninja Gaiden, and Strange Brigade on the Nintendo Switch, sharing my thoughts on those. <laughs> I might make a video tomorrow talking about the Mario Golf, Mario Tennis, and sort of Nintendo strategy on that. I don't know. I might though. I kind of okay. like the idea. I'm going to go through some of the Streamlabs stuff as well as we do our outros. Mr. Stud Muffin had a couple here saying not watching the not watching live, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say OJ will be on the spawn cast tonight. You'd be right. Got it. And he says uh, a good litmus test to see how the state of Metroid is doing is by going around to random people and asking who's inside the suit. And if their first instinct is say a guy, then I think we won't be seeing that Balan Wonderland review anything, anything soon. I like this. Liam says, uh, hot take, Mario Galaxy 2 is exactly why most trolls should have never entered gaming and otherwise flawless game is now next to impossible to re-release because of the upshot motion gimmicks. And even if they find a way, it's probably it's probably going to be quite weird. Wait, what game I mean, was he talking about? He said Mario Galaxy 2. Mario Galaxy? They released Mario Galaxy 1. 
Yeah, that's what I'm, I well, we also see them going as far as to like rework most of Skyward Sword. Yeah, well, that was so. one of the biggest arguments for why it wouldn't come over was Skyward yeah, Sword. I and think, it's like, Meh. I think Galaxy 2, that, that I think they'd figure that yeah, out if they wanted on the Switch. They've taken complete stuff like dual screen games, like Mega Man Legacy Collection. Like, they've where there's touch controls and they've adapted everything. So I don't, I don't know if that's a situation or that's a problem. Sir Rich says, been playing. Dungeon oh DNG Dark Alliance with some buddies and having a great time. Cutscenes are funny and uh AI could be better, but it's fun. Much love. Matt says in Mario Golf, you can invite friends after you create a lobby. Maybe I misunderstood what Nate specifically mean, but there is some sort of invite system in the game. Are you talking about the are you talking about the system level invites, Nate? Is that what you mean? Yeah, I mean okay. the whole and yeah, you can do the invite thing kind of like it's kind of, I think it's kind of like Mario Kart where I can say, hey, join my lobby. No, but no. that's not that's that's not an acceptable means of invitation in online gaming in the modern day. Yeah, let me go I, to I, I could technically okay. send you a uh, uh, Streets of Rage invite in another game and you'll see it pop up and then you can just go over. Mm -hmm. So like that's. Just yeah. Oh, I better. see what you're saying. That makes sense. Yeah. Let me go over to the other verified person here on, on this podcast. MVG, where can everyone find you? Thanks for having me on. You can find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G and on YouTube at Modern Vintage Gamer. Working on a pretty cool video for Monday, so check out the channel. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Okay, then let me go to OJ, Player Essence. Where can everyone find you? I find me right here on YouTube. I've got a Super Smash Brothers uh, All Sword Fighters. You guys' favorite, you know, favorite characters to use in Smash Brothers. All Sword Fighters tournament that we're doing uh, tomorrow, Sunday morning at 12 uh, p.m. Eastern time. So if you have nothing to do on Sunday, you want to watch a Smash Brothers tournament with some pretty skilled players. I'll be honest, man. Like I'm, I'm not even past the first round. They floated people, and I, I didn't even get floated. I'm in the. I have to play in the first round while there's other guys in my in my in my uh, community that got floated to the second round. So that's how good some of these dudes are. So if you want to see some. You know, good level competition. Check it out. I also nice. um, have a cool uh, video that I did on Shin Megami Tensei Five and Persona Five for the Switch, and um, I'll have another video up uh, in the morning too, seven thirty. So yeah, thanks for having me on, and shout out to all the people that come through. I stream daily too, so come through to Players since if you want to hang out, cool, talk about games and stuff. Blue Dragon says I recently picked up uh, an Xbox Series S and was wondering what are some games I should check out. Additionally, has anyone on the Spawncast checked out the Medium? And if you have, how is it? Thanks everyone for creating. Uh, great content the medium really wasn't for me I, I didn't get too into it i didn't enjoy it that much but i know other people did i think mvg liked, liked it, it i liked it yeah. i mean it's it wasn't like anything you know, shattering but it's 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 fun you got to get mass chief collection that's first off series let's go and just install that now just throw it i would up. say check out gears hive busters you'll have a I good time with that one yeah hive busters is a good one and see of thieves actually i i did install it the other day to check out some of the new content content that they put in with uh uh, jack sparrow and all of that and the game itself has changed quite significantly since the last time i played it so that game seems to have gotten better and better over the last uh couple of years so might be worth checking see a thieves out too Les uh says now that a new mario golf game is out we need a new mario hoops three on three or even a port of the ds yeah. for switch that'd yeah. be fun actually that'd be fun yeah why not pyrus says hey mvg what would you say is the limit of what game garage oh game builder garage is capable of i want to get it and mess around but don't want to set my expectations of what one can do in it too high you made a video if you made a video with your thoughts on it or something i'd 100 watch 
Yeah, it's definitely on the list. Um, I mean, it's quite limited, but you can do 2D stuff. You can do 3D stuff. Um, when I say it's limited, you only have a certain amount of assets in the game that you can use. So you have like a car 3D model and you have like a person 3D model. So you can't like, you know, generate your own 3D models and stuff like that. You can't make it look custom, um, but you can have uh there's like a sprite editor and a texture editor so you can apply sprites into the games to kind of make it look kind of like your own thing but it is fairly limited but i don't think that should stop you from checking it out because it really does teach you um all the concepts of you know of game building so i recommend it Alta Ultimata says, do any of you plan on checking out Sky Children of Light on Switch when it comes out Tuesday? It's made by the same people who made Journey, and it's amazing. It's also free to play with a very fair monetization. Well, if it's free to play, I'll well check it out. I, I was not thinking of checking out, because I think this guy is 6 is out next week, so I was probably going to grab that, but I might, maybe I'll check it out. Sky Children of Light. See that pop up on the, on the eShop. Jordan, yep. where, where can everyone find you? Uh, you can find me on the YouTube channel, Jordan Fringe. Uh, thank you for 75,000 subscribers. I appreciate Ooh. it very much. Uh, doing two videos a week. Uh, lots of cartoon stuff, stuff you don't remember, weird, dark episodes of shows. Um, a lot of iCarly stuff recently, only because they have a new adult version of the show, and that's kind of a really interesting topic right now. But yeah, I have a lot of stuff planned. I have like a Good Burger video I'm working on, and hey arnold video i'm working on and a bunch of other stuff that i'm planning so uh yeah check that out if you're interested this was i think a correction from the last one for ratchet and, and clank where king said multiplayer shooter sorry like like splatoon is what they were referencing like if it could be a, mm. a multiplayer online shooter with ratchet and clank um but i know we had I, it actually came up recently right with the ps2 they did the online for ratchet and clank again um, and that was a whole thing that, that was being shown off. And I, I actually think that'd be a lot of fun. I think they could do an arena shooter at a Ratchet and Clank if they wanted to. I think so. Uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Deep Thinker says, MVG, you trying to throw hands? <laughs> <laughs> I think that is everyone here. Yes. Uh, and Nate, you want to let everyone know where they can find you in your regular voice? You want to do some kind of... Uh, ending with the banjo voice uh, as was requested uh, yes people can find me on youtube at nate the hate or on twitter at nate the hate followed by the number two i'm sure mvg and i will come up with a topic of something for this week since it has been i think two weeks since our last one so we'll try to come up with something this week and what episode number was this 221 and that concludes Spawncast episode 221. I'm Banjo. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs>